Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's New Date with Kathy Romano. All right, today's Monday, May 8th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a Deptford Township police officer died weeks after being shot in the line of duty back in March. 27-year-old officer Robert Schisler passed away at a hospital on May 7th. The Deptford Township Police Department released a message on Facebook confirming the officer's passing and expressing their condolences. A procession was held on Sunday evening for the fallen New Jersey officer outside of Penn Hospital, Deptford Township police along with friends and family stood in solidarity as the officer's body was draped in a police flag and transported ceremoniously to the medical examiner. Authorities say the shooting happened on March 10th while Officer Schisler conducted a pedestrian stop on Delcy Drive in Deptford. At some point authorities say the officer chased the pedestrian on foot, a struggle ensued and then gunfire erupted. Uh, the officer and the pedestrian, 24-year-old Mitchell Negron Jr. were both injured by the gunfire. Negron was pronounced dead at the scene. Sources say a fellow officer applied a tourniquet before Officer Schisler was taken to Cooper Medical Center in a patrol car. Officials, a weapon was recovered at the scene. Schisler was a four-year veteran. There was no word yet on the officer's funeral Such arrangements. Horrible story. Yeah, terrible. Eight people were killed in a shooting at an outlet mall near Dallas and seven victims are being treated at trauma facilities. The gunman, who authorities believe was acting alone, is also dead. A Dallas a medical group says it was treating victims as young as five years old. Authorities in Allen, Texas, responded to the afternoon shooting at Allen Premium Outlets, prompting shoppers and workers to hide. There was a search for a second gunman, according to a source, but police now say they believe the shooter did act alone. Police said that an Allen officer killed the shooter. Video from above the scene showed hundreds of shoppers exiting the area, many of them holding their hands up. The aerial footage appeared to show at least three bodies covered by sheets outside of the mall. An officer who was at the mall for an unrelated call heard the gunshots and responded immediately. Uh, he is the officer that shot the the. Uh, shooter. In a photo obtained by CNN, the body of what appears to be a gunman is seen on the ground outside a restaurant location at the mall. Horribly, I find myself um, slightly desensitized when I see these headlines pop up because yeah. it's happening so often. But I read a story this morning that brought me right back to reality. The guy who was the first first responder on the scene was recounting how he came up and he saw this girl uh, this little girl crouched over and and down like she was covering her face. He goes over to check to see if she has a pulse, turns her over, and his quote was, her face was gone. Oh, my God. That's the type of things that happen at these that we don't see. Wow. You just, you, you know, you read here Ugh. about the stats, but you don't know the details. In yeah, the visual. Moment to moment. Yeah. Yep. The gunman with our 15th style weapon nearby appears to be wearing body armor. This is in a photo uh, with several extra magazines attached to chest gear. The attack is one of at least 199 mass shootings this year in the United States with four or more people shot, excluding the gunman, according to the Gun Violence Archive. Six people were rushed to the hospital and 16 units were damaged after a fire Sunday night at a Maple Shade, New Jersey apartment complex. The Red Cross was called in to help displace residents. Video shows intense flames burning through 
through the roof at the Fox Meadow apartment complex as firefighters blasted water trying to get the blaze under control. The conditions of the six people who were injured have not been released. The fire was reported shortly before 1030 in the evening. Upon arrival, officers immediately began evacuating people while firefighters worked to put out the blaze. The fire was placed under control at 1140. The fire remains under investigation. The state and county fire marshals are among the offices investigating. In sports this morning... The Sixers beat the Celtics 116 to 115 in overtime. In overtime yesterday afternoon in South Philly, James Harden scored 40 points and hit the go-ahead three-pointer with 18 seconds left in overtime to help the Sixers even the series at two games apiece. Marcus Smart's potential game winner was a fraction of a second too late, and the Sixers escaped with the win. They are guaranteed to return home for Game 6 on Thursday, but first, tomorrow night is Game 5 in Boston at 7.30. In the other NBA playoff game, the Suns beat the Denver Nuggets 129-14. to Phoenix, that series is also tied at 2, and Game 5 is tomorrow night in Denver. The Philly ended their six-game losing streak with a 6-1 win over the Boston Red Sox. Schwarber homered after <clears throat> after being dropped from leadoff to fifth in the batting order, and the Phils ended the Red Sox eight-game winning streak. JT Real Muto singled twice and drove in two runs for the Phils, who won for the first time since Bryce Harper's return to the lineup. Harper playing in the fifth game after Tommy John surgery is batting 368 and going one for three with a single walk and two runs. The Phils are off today and open up a two-game series against the Toronto Blue Jays tomorrow night. And in the NHL, the Devils doubled up on the Carolina Hurricanes, winning 8-4 yesterday afternoon in New Jersey. The Hurricanes lead that series two games to one. Game four is tomorrow night. The Panthers won again, beating the Toronto Maple Leafs 3-2 to two in overtime last night in South Florida. The Panthers now lead that series three games to none. And the Kraken beat the Dallas Stars 7-2 in Seattle. The Kraken are up in that series 2-1. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks, Kath. Back from a uh, weekend and uh, a nice weather weekend. Oh, my God. Very enjoyable if you had a chance to be outdoors and soak it in a little bit. We've got spring officially well, I mean, it's been official for a while, but now, but it really feels like spring. Got greenery all around us and warmer temperatures. It's a beautiful thing. So we're happy to be together once again on this Monday morning. We have a lot taking place today. We'll reset with the new Word of the Week prize. We have four-pack VIP tickets for the 2023 Ardmore Outdoor Spring Beer Festival, and that is this Saturday at Shuffle Plaza, and you get this full VIP set up, and I'll run down the particulars when we get that letter of the day at the end of the program, and we'll give away the prize on Friday, so keep track of the letters. Uh, we also have more money, more tickets, MMRVQ tickets, $1,000. The concert cash contest continues. Nice! 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock, your first opportunities to win with us here on the program, so get set. For that, we also have several guests that are going to be on the show this morning. We're getting ready For the Preston and Steve blood drive again this year. Yes, I bleed for Preston and Steve is taking place Friday, June 16th at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks and Live Casino and Hotel Philly. So we are going to have uh, Guy Triano, the regional executive uh, chief executive officer for the American Red Cross on this morning to chat a little bit about the need. I believe it's right around the course. Get you ready for that and everything you need to know. We will also have on the program today... Legendary boxers Michael Spinks 
and Jerry Cooney, who will be in the studio today. Yeah. Initially, we were going to have Michael Spinks and, uh, and Buster, Buster Douglas, Douglas, but Buster busted his Achilles. Yeah. So, well, we'll get Jerry Cooney in, which is really cool. Yeah. He comes from uh, my neck of the woods, Long yeah. Island. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was very aware of his uh, boxing career. Followed him closely. They are promoting the Golden Gloves Boxing Tournament event, which is coming to Harris on, uh, well, actually, it's going on now uh, through the weekend. So, uh, Harris Casino. Uh, is where that's taking place. And so we'll talk to Michael Spinks, Jerry Cooney here in our studio today. And Steven Singer is stuff. Uh-huh. You Mother's, know what that means? Mother's Day is coming up. What does that mean? Mother's Day. Yes. There's usually stuff to give away. And so he's going to bring some goodies by. So we'll have your chance to win some free stuff from Mr. Singer this morning. And we have a bunch of other things to get to uh, throughout this. All getting ready for our Keenan's live broadcast, which is going to be here before you know it. A couple weeks. Yeah, just a couple weeks away. <laughs> uh, so it's the official opening of the Jersey Shore and all that stuff. So we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get into the entertainment report, the MTV movie awards for last night, as well as uh, the coronation. we got to touch on some of these things that took place over the weekend. So we'll come back with that and a stupid question when we return. Threw out all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web, PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right. But Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's uh, give some away. We're going to, for the stupid question, we're going to give away a pair of tickets to see Michelle Wolf, who's going to be performing Thursday, October 19th at the Fillmore. And the question is this. What citrus soft drink was introduced by Coca-Cola to compete with Pepsi's Mountain Dew. Aha! Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Ah. And I had totally forgotten about this beverage. And yeah. I, was, I was a fan of it, too. What citrus soft drink was introduced by Coca-Cola to compete with Pepsi's Mountain Dew? It was in 1979. Great year. 215-263-WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. Uh, we'll mention some birthdays while we await your answer. Bless you, Kathy. Mm-hmm. Uh, today you. is Monday, the 8th of May, and it is Melissa Gilbert's birthday today. Laura Ingalls from Little House on the Prairie. It's funny you should mention that. Just by happenstance, I watched this uh, Little House on the Prairie reunion on YouTube. What? Yeah, I don't know when it took place. It uh-huh. seems like it's fairly recent. 
okay, so Michael Landon wasn't alive. No, he was not there. Okay. Yeah, um, it would have been awesome, though. Interesting. Yeah. How is uh, the gal who played her sister, um, I've forgotten her name. I didn't see her in the She in wasn't the, in it? So they had the, the, the bitchy girl, I, f- I forget her name. Uh, that was uh, Nellie. Nellie. Right, and a couple yep. of the townspeople with Sarah Gilbert. Okay. Uh, Sarah Gilbert turns 59. Did she really do anything outside after that, after Little House of the She married Bruce Boxleitner. <laughs> yeah, but that. I mean acting-wise. A bit. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember her doing anything big. And she was uh, the SAG president for a while, she if was. I recall correctly. She so. was president. Happy 59th to her. Uh, we also have Tony Tennille, <laughs> half of the Captain and Tennille. Is the Captain uh, gone? Did he pass? I believe he yeah. did pass a few years ago. I remember we, we had mentioned that on the air, but... Uh, she's 83 years old today. Tony Janelle did a lot of uh, a studio backup singing and has a great voice. Yeah. And they had their run of hits. Yeah. Of course, the most powerful would be Muskrat Love. I would Sam. have to say so. Muskrat Susie that, and Muskrat Sam. That hits me in the gut when I hear that. They did the jitterbug yeah. in Muskrat Land. Uh, so, Tony Tennille. This is a great song. Great song. I mean, it's as bubblegum as it gets. Absolutely. It's still great. If it doesn't get you, I don't know what's going on. Keep us There's a fish documentary called uh, Bittersweet Motel came out in like mm, 2000, and there's a really great moment with this song. Do they perform it? No, 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 no. Um, Hang on a second. Oh, uh, so what happened is it was the festival concert, and the camera is on these people who have clearly been up all night partying. Right. The sun is up. They're doing nitrous balloons (laughs) and dancing to this song. It's like, there you go. I actually like that. Yeah. I, 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 have, I can see that yeah. uh, uh, as we speak. So, happy birthday, Tony Tennille, 83. Uh, an underrated drummer, an absolute beast on the drums. Alex Van Halen celebrates his birthday today, and it's a big one for him. I can't believe I'm saying this, but Alex Van Halen is 70 years old Whoa. today. Um, and the band was so overshadowed, and rightfully so, by Edward, but Alex... Is just like I said, he's a beast on the drums, and, and not just this song. I mean, this is his iconic moment uh, for the band as far as really standing out. But he's just a great drummer. So technically, you give him a oh, thumbs yeah. up. Yeah, I always thought oh, it was just kind yeah. of a uh, serviceable. No, but, uh, yeah, all right. No, and cool. I'll tell you what. There's, there's a. It doesn't sound like much, and I think I've shown it to Casey before. But in in the song Jump, when Eddie is playing that ripping solo. Uh, Alex plays this incredibly deceptive, difficult drum part, which I personally have never figured out. It's so weird. Wow. Um, and actually, this beat that he's playing in Hopper Teacher, they did on the very first album, a song called uh, I'm the One. Uh, so he he's uh, just a great drummer and celebrates his 70s. Supposed to be a bit, bit of a douchebag. That's the word. Or at least... Um, Alpha male, I guess yeah. would be a way to put yeah. that. But he's uh, uh, 70 years old today, so happy birthday. Uh, David Keith, actor from uh, lots of stuff. So he's a guy, If you, I used to confuse him with uh, Patrick Swayze. I could see that yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he looks very similar. That that ended a long time ago. Uh, he and Officer and Gentleman, spoiler alert, yeah. he's a dude that kills himself. Uh, but he's also great in U571. That's a, a submarine movie that I totally dig. Firestarter. Uh, yeah. He's, he's the a dad, dad in Firestarter, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, what was the the uh, Major League Two? Yes. He's in that terrible movie. It's terrible, but it's still pretty good. Uh, but he's 69 today. Uh, Flip Bailey, singer, songwriter, performer, Earth, Wind, and Fire. And he's also the 
the duet with uh, O'Collins and Easy Lover. Yep. Where, yeah. When you do that. So I he, love Earth, Wind, and Fire. And he's the guy that has the really high-pitched falsetto. He goes way up high. hits these really awesome notes. I'm sure that when Kyle sings some uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, if he's hitting the Philip Bailey notes, he's getting way up there. Uh, so he is 72 years old today. Uh, another birthday celebrate. Uh, another uh, drummer celebrates a birthday. Chris Fries, drummer for the Talking Heads, and also the Tom Tom Club. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a fan of both. Yep. Uh, he celebrates his 72nd birthday song. today. This is a great song. And not what you would have expected from a Talking Heads spinoff. But I love the way they use this in Schindler's List. I okay. Think I, yeah. I, I think it's just. A lot of people glance over that. Scene. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. Um, let's see who else we have. Uh, Stephen Amell uh, from Arrow. There's a lot of Amells out there. Uh, and he turns 42 yeah. today. Uh, Matthew Davis, last birthday I saw. And he's an actor in Legally Blonde. He plays um, the D-bag uh, boyfriend uh, slash fiance. He plays the douchebag a lot. Warner yeah. uh, was his name in that. Um, and you know what else he's in? I forgot until I looked up his credits. Uh, in Blue Crush. Uh, he's the male lead in there. Right, yeah. Uh, he's the football player. I like that movie. I like that movie, too. Yeah. Uh, so he turns 45. So happy to everybody celebrating birthdays today. And we'll see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. What citrus soft drink was introduced by Coca-Cola uh, to compete with Pepsi's Mountain Dew? And we will go to... We'll go to... Yeah, Gary. See if we can get an answer this morning. Hi, Gary. Good morning. Hey, guys. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> we are just looking for an answer, Gary. So, uh, what citrus soft drink in 1979 was introduced by Coca-Cola to compete with Pepsi's Mountain Dew? Just a guess. I'm going to say Mellow Yellow. Mellow Yellow yeah. is the correct guess. Yeah. yeah. Hang on, Gary. We are going to give you a pair of tickets to see Michelle Wolf. It's great to be here tour Thursday, October 19th at the Fillmore, Philadelphia. Tickets are on sale now at WMMR.com for... Uh, complete details. I liked Mellow Yellow. I was like Mellow Yellow. awful lot. And then someone told me it was like so jacked up with caffeine that it was great. And I, 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 I like it. Same thing about Mountain Dew. Yeah. what they said anyway. I don't but remember it. I had forgotten about it. Did they still sell it? Until I saw I don't think so. Yeah. I think it was discontinued a long time ago. Am I, I right about that, Nick? No. it was. Uh, but the national expansion of it ended uh, recently in 2021. No kidding. Oh. Uh, yeah, so, and they actually introduced a, a Mellow Yellow chelly, a Cherry to compete with uh, Mountain Dew Red. Um, so they, they've gone along with the Mountain Dew competition over the years. Yeah. <gasps> you guys see this new drink? Uh, it's basically, it's Sprite. I don't know if it's replacing yeah. Sprite or the other one, uh, no. Sierra Mist. It's called Starry. Yes. Starry? S-T-A-R-R-Y. No. Casey, I think it's uh, Sierra Mist. Starry. Um, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, a lot of NBA ads for, uh. for Starry. Yeah. And, um, and my son tried it. He said it was okay, yeah. but he prefers 7-Up. Okay. All right. Well, listen, at the box office, uh, the final films in the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy debuted at $114 million at the domestic box office. Which is pretty v- good. Variety reports that uh, this is less than the film's projections at $120 million, oh. And that falls behind Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and that debut was $146 million in 2017. Uh, Deadline writes that there's uh, concern about superhero fatigue. Yeah. We've known that for a while now, right? And I felt it. Right. I don't feel the mad rush to go out and see. Yes. You know what? Also, like we because had Preston to be there, right? And the fact that it's available at home 
streaming in short order, like yeah. very quickly. I may try to get out and see it this week. So though. this version of this song is used in the very beginning of the of the movie, and it kind of sets the tone. It is a very it's an emotional movie. I can't wait to see yeah. it. I mean, I, I love I love the first two, yeah. and I'm I'm looking forward to this. And it is hilarious as well. Good, of course, excellent. Yeah. Followed by Super Mario Brothers movie, then you have Evil Dead Rise. Are you going to see Margaret Love Again? Uh, John Wick Chapter Four, Dungeons and Dragons, Air. Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, and uh, number 10 was Sisu at the box office. By the way, Sisu is is, is from the the John Wick uh, camp. So uh, a guy who's a uh, seeking revenge. I think it takes place during World War II. Okay. And he is like an unstoppable revenge monster. Is this the Swedish movie? Um, I I think it might be. Yeah, Uh, I remember hearing about, maybe that's... The one. All right, anyway, speaking of movies, uh, the effects of the Writers Guild of America Strike were felt during the 2023 MTV Movie and TV Awards, which aired last night after Drew Barrymore dropped out of the hosting uh, event uh, in solidarity with the strike. The executive producer announced that they were moving to a pre-taped show instead. And with no live show and two hours of airtime to fill, the award, uh, award show featured a significant amount of flashback footage including Christina Aguilera, little Kim Pink, and Maya performing Lady Marmalade from the Moulin Rouge soundtrack in 2001, In Sync performing It's Going to Be Me in 2000, and TLC performing Waterfalls from the 1995 <laughs> show. It's, it's like a weird collection yeah. of things that they put together. I give them credit for slapping this stuff together because people started dropping out within like 72 hours of airtime. Yeah. So it was like, they were like, what? They had to scramble. Viewers yeah. took to Twitter to express their confusion about the show's format this year because it just it didn't, <laughs> didn't make any normal. sense. Yeah. Uh, but I was happy to see this. The Last of Us was the big winner of the evening, taking home uh, three awards in total, including Best Show. Pedro Pascal won Best Hero and Best Duo as well, and he accepted Best Duo alongside Bella Ramsey. So obviously we were Huge yeah. fans of that show, massive, and love the fact that it uh, that it brought in these awards. That's and, awesome, and I hope that they take uh, their time rolling out the second season uh, because there, there would conceivably, if you follow the games, there's some characters that could go away that I'm not ready to see go away just yet. Okay, uh, Stranger Things followed close behind with two awards in total, including uh, best kick-ass cast, while Joseph Quinn, who played Eddie. Won the award for breakthrough performance. That was cool to see him get that. And Jenna Ortega uh, took home the golden popcorn for best performance in the show for her role in Wednesday. Wait, so that's, is that, are they shooting now? I think. Uh, for the next Wednesday? I think they're so, back. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah so uh, as for, let's see, film. Uh, Scream 6 had the most wins, taking home best movie, best fight. And who's in that? Uh, Jenna Ortega. Jenna Ortega, you're right. Yep. And meanwhile, Tom Cruise won best performance in movie for his role in Top Gun Maverick, and he accepted this award <laughs> in the exact same way that he honored King Charles through a video recorded of him flying a vintage plane. So we'll have the clips in a moment from the uh, coronation in King's Char- King Charles, what uh, um, Cruz is saying. Uh, it was also a big night for Jennifer Coolidge. She was honored with the Comic Genius Award and took home Most Frightened Performance for her role in The White Lotus. A montage highlighted the numerous roles over the years, including Best in Show, Legally Blonde, and American Pie. Is, is she... Has she lost some weight, or there's uh, something on so. She, um, I don't know what it is, but she looks a little different. She looks great. But uh, when I saw the the footage of her uh, her acceptance, I'm like, it took me a while to recognize her. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I did not see it, so maybe see, so. Here you go, Kath. This is a video. 
Oh yeah, she does look. She looks. I mean, because she, she was. She didn't look like she had lost any weight for um for White Lotus, at right. least from what she had been. I'll tell you what. I mean, though, she looks great, but she just looks yeah. different. When she was speaking, I. I realized that I guess a lot of her acting is, um, I guess she follows a script, but like yeah. you can tell she put some of the stuff in, like some of what she was saying, just speaking about right, the right, award, yeah. it sounded like, uh, you know, her acting. And I was like, oh, okay. So yeah, she's throwing kind of her, her own yeah. stuff in there. Nice. So uh, the awards have come and gone. So congratulations to the winners. Now, speaking of the coronation, I really don't have much in the way of stories, but we do have some audio yeah. uh, to play for you. Did you catch any of it? It was I early not a single second of any of it. Did you watch it? Fifteen seconds, and then I watched clips afterwards. Okay. I mean, listen. After having the Queen pass recently, I got royaled out. Yeah, there's been a lot. Yeah, there's I've been, been over royaled. I hear you, and that's kind of my vibe as well. Right. And I am somewhat interested in this stuff. I find it uh, kind of, uh, you know, as a pedestrian, kind of fascinating well, to look at. And we owe that to the crown. Like I, you yeah, know, exactly. I, my, my interest was increased, yeah. but it's hard to top the uh, the death of uh, his mother. You yeah. know what I caught more on this one was the blowback against it. You know, a lot of people sort of protesting, uh, saying that it was a waste of time and money and, right. and uh, attention, and so people really seemed less interested in this and more um, interested in, in what it cost. And I don't know. I saw a lot of protests. They wanted I, more I MTV movie awards uh, and less coronation. All right. This is uh, King Charles reading the oath. Here we go. The coronation oath has stood for centuries and is enshrined in law. Are you willing to take the oath? I am not. I am willing. <laughs> Will you so- screw this place? I'm not a big fan. Solemnly yeah. promise and swear to govern the peoples of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, your other realms and the territories to any of them belonging or pertaining. According to their respective laws and customs. I solemnly promise so to do. Uh, to govern? They don't govern anymore, right? Yeah. Not really? Yeah, with a more figurehead. Yeah. yeah, okay, it's interesting, but they keep my language. I the deaths of anyone who upsets me. <laughs> Excuse me? You can't do that. <laughs> he just goes <clears throat> off script completely and starts to take over as a tyrant. I fondly remember history and how we used to be able to execute people at will. On that back. All right, this is him. Uh, this is the Archbishop crowning the king. Yep. Here we go. And he's God gone. save the king. There it is. I think instead of just going up and placing it, I think it should be kind of like a jump shot. Okay, yeah. saving a land. A little uh, just right. to it. Uh, this is Prince William pledging his loyalty to King Charles. I, William, Prince of Wales, pledge my loyalty to you. And faith and truth I will bear unto you as your liege man of life and limb. So help me God. Your liege. And you to you I say, no sad bro. <laughs> my liege, you my don't liege. hear that, right? My liege. Uh, all right, and then, if that wasn't enough, Tom Cruise from an airplane. Wishing him well. Here we go. Did you know his majesty was the longest serving prince of Wales? Starship Pierce Brosnan. For over 64 years. During that time, the king has developed a host of action man skills. At 22 years old, his majesty got his wings as a fully trained RAF pilot. He's also a naval aviator and a trained commando helicopter pilot in the fleet air arm. Pilot to pilot, your majesty... You can be my wingman anytime. Oh, 
my God. Isn't that pretty wild? He threw a Maverick line at him. <laughs> That's pretty wild. Wingman anytime. You can't argue with this mother. The fact that he learns how to fly the plane. Like oh, in Tom Cruise? Mission Impossible, the helicopter, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, another thing that did take place is Katy Perry couldn't find her seat. No! No, it was uh, it was tragedy. The in the making. Katy Perry is having difficulty finding her seat. Uh, <laughs> seat locators, seat locators, please help Katy Perry find her seat. Uh, she was among the high-profile attendees, uh, along with Judy Dench, Emma Thompson, and Maggie Smith, and Lionel Richie. They actually comment... What's going on with Lionel Richie's face? <laughs> I saw an article that said that there were fewer celebrities than you might have expected, or big, big names. You may replace the mannequin of Lionel Richie with... Uh, is that him? <laughs> I mean, he really does look... What, he looks like he's waxed. Oh, right, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's uh, footage of uh, Katie seemingly hunting for her assigned chair before the start of the proceedings, uh, and it led to her being trending on Twitter yeah. for a little while. She did comment on it, comment on it later on. She said, it "Was such an honor to be able to watch history being made today's uh, coronation of King Charles II and III." But she did say, "Don't worry, guys, bound my seat. I don't yes. give a." F- so she sat on Prince Andrew's lap. <laughs> Sure, he enjoyed that. All right, uh, I have some other stories to get to from uh, celebs. All right, if you want, Let's do it. We're back across the pond. Nick Cannon is saying our royalty. His piece uh, when it comes to being a father of eleven children with six different women. I uh, spoke with the Los Angeles Times in an interview published on Sunday about being uh, designated a deadbeat dad. Uh, he told the outlet, uh, I've been villainized. I hear it all the time. You can't be present for all those children, so therefore, I get this deadbeat dad title. Now, Deadbeat is when you don't pay. Yeah, that's a totally different yeah. thing as opposed to not being able to spend As long as you time. pay, you can completely ignore them. Uh, Cannon added that what matters is how the kids feel when he's around. Right. It's not about what I do for you or what I say to you. It's about how you feel when I'm with you. If you feel loved when you see your dad, that's what's going to resonate. There you go. Suck it. And he says. plans on having more kids. That's what he says. That's what he says. Yep, yep. They said something along the lines of as long as whatever God wills or something like that. Well, stop putting your penis in certain places. Yeah. And uh, the, yes. Or if there was some sort of device, some sort of sleeve that could go over a penis. Uh, Yeah. Uh, According to People magazine, Meg Ryan stepped out in public last week to support her friend Michael J. Fox. The sleepless in Seattle actress was photographed sitting on a couch alongside Fox and his wife, Tracy Pollan. Uh, at a screening of Still, a Michael Jackson, uh, Michael J. Fox movie at Lincoln Center's Alice Tully Hall in New York City. She was photographed six months ago in New York City ahead of her birthday. But, um, yeah, she's she's one that um, she doesn't get out much, and uh, she tinkered with her face a whole lot, as she we know. She really obviously. did. She's too bad. She had such a, a girl next door. Just a uh, natural or just beauty. a natural beauty. Yeah. And I, I get it. I As we've said, I think there's a lot of pressure yeah. on uh, actors, and act- especially actresses, yes. to be young forever. That's too bad, though. But uh, anyhow, she got out to uh, support Michael J. Fox, which is cool. Alec Baldwin is in hot water for an Instagram post that he shared on Friday in which he honored the seven kids that he shares with his wife, uh, Hilaria. And he wrote seven reasons to carry on during some tough times. I'm not going to lie. Without my family, I don't know what my life would be. And he had captioned that post that people were quick to comment on the fact that Ireland Baldwin 
It started with Kim Bessinger, mm-hmm. was not featured in the post. I left out the little pig. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. She's been through enough. You're my yeah. favorite filthy little lying pig. That little piggy went to market. This little piggy went to market. Uh, this so, little piggy's no part of my happy family. So the 30 Rock actor shared a follow-up. Oink, oink, piggy. Post with a photo of Ireland, and he wrote, We forgot Billy Preston. Uh, this one, the first one, is about to make me a grandfather. Oi, he wrote. So mm-hmm. so it's a Beatles reference, obviously. Uh, but um, interesting. So <laughs> you still, would have, I don't care. Even if it's an accident, you'd have to have, it'd have to sting a little bit. Yeah. If you're, you're legitimately, you're his firstborn, and he forgets you. Yeah. Now, mind you, he's got 44. He's, he's coming up fast on Nick Cannon. Yeah. Yep, he's definitely on the approach. With Hilaria. So, Jennifer, uh, Jeremy Renner. Not Jennifer. Not Jennifer. <laughs> That's his sister. Jennifer, uh, Jennifer Renner. Jennifer? Renner. Jeremy, call Jennifer for Jenner. <laughs> Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I like, I'm going to say this. Jennifer? I like the name Jennifer. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, he took the Instagram on Friday to update his fans on his recovery following his tragic snowplow accident. Oh, what happened? Sharing a video of himself working out. Uh, the Avengers star wrote, update, I've decided to push through the pain and of, of progress, this damn shattered tibia, he said, and take the new parts for a tiny test drive. The body is miraculous. Even though I feel like the tin man needing oil for my new joints, hips, knees, ankles, tibia, etc., uh, encouraged after this warm-up to press on, and he said, don't tell my PT. He's freaking so amazing. He might be pushing it a little too much. You got to be careful. But he's looking way, 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 way better. I mean, the dude had a snowplow parked on his chest. Yeah, a big one. Yeah. Uh, so good on him. He's doing well. Uh, amid all the scandal fallout from Vanderpump Rules. Ooh, now you're talking my... My series. Tom Sandoval told fans at a Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras performance in Long Island. I guess that's his band. Mm. Uh, he's taking a little break from alcohol. He said, okay. He said, y'all know it's been one month since I had my last drink of alcohol. I did not know that. I not either. <laughs> uh, he said, I'm taking a little break for a second, but yeah, these are Heineken Zeros. So he was drinking uh, non-alcoholic beer. So, Trying to avoid another Sanders scandal. I knew you guys were... Curious about that. Uh, yeah, it's oh. the Vanderpump Rules crowd. Uh, Steve, you may be the only person, well, maybe not, yeah. uh, that remembers this guy. Comedy vet Bill Saluga. Yes. Uh, passed away over the week. Or yeah. Actually, actually a little while ago, but the news just came out. He was 85 years old. Spent the past eight months in the hospital before he died in hospice care in San Jose. He was a founding member of the comedy improv group Ace Trucking Company, alongside people like Fred Willard, and was best known for portraying the character Raymond J. Johnson Jr. I I love that character. You, you can call me Ray, and you can call me Jay, and you can call me Jimmy, but your Johnson has to... And that was always his thing. And he would go into this elaborate explanation of his names. Yep, so a it was a persona that the comedian brought to television for many talk show appearances. He's best known for telling people... That you can call him Ray, Jay, or virtually any kind of combination of those names, but you must never dare refer to him by his last name. He said, you can call me Ray, or you can call me Jay, or you can call me Ray Jay, but you doesn't has to call me Johnson. That was his punchline. <laughs> right. Uh, he was some reason it made me laugh. On shows in the 1970s, like The Gong Show, The Tonight Show, The Red Fox Show, all of them. He was also... Often seen in television commercials in the late 70s and early 80s, including ad campaigns for both Miller Lite and Anheuser-Busch yep. Natural Light beer. 
Uh, and in later years, he'd pop up on other popular programs such as Mad About You, Home Improvement, Sisters, Blossom and Murphy Brown. And he also had a memorable guest appearance on Seinfeld. And the Ray J character was also referenced multiple times in classic episodes of The Simpsons. One episode reveals that Homer Simpson uh, is a fan of Ray J, though it's clear that his daughter Lisa doesn't care for it as as much when his dad starts quoting him. (laughs) Another episode has Krusty the Clown claiming that his one bad show was when he had Ray J. Johnson as a (laughs) co-host. But Saluga was very clearly a good sport about the digs, and he'd do a voiceover guest appearance uh, himself for the show in 2002. There were guys who would have their, their like, one comedic thing. Um, The Unknown Comic, you know. He was actually a stand-up comic who had had a whole bunch of other stuff, but that was his... What he was primarily known for, this yep. comedian who wore a bag over his head. Yep, and that was around this time around the same as time. well. So. Yeah. Uh, but 85 years old, so sad news there. Kelly Cuoco is impressed with Tom Pelfrey's fathering skills. And I guess that's her... That's her boyfriend. Boyfriend, yeah. Uh, she said, I cannot believe how natural he is, how much he loves it. I can't believe it. Uh, Cuoco <laughs> and Pelfrey welcome the first the child together. Thing I've ever seen. Baby Matilda... <laughs> Earlier this year. Is it named after the children's classic? I, I guess so. Uh, mm. And she said, I mean, when we were in the hospital, he did everything, every everything. diaper. He's the swaddle king. The swaddle king. Yes. And uh, said, all the nurses said, oh, my God, you're the best guy swaddler mm. we've ever seen. Oh, shut up. You really know how to swaddle. <laughs> I do like him, though. You like I don't know. You like the yet. swaddle king? We, we had him on the show. Did uh, we? Yeah, he was on... Um, on uh, the Ozark. Netflix show Ozark, yeah, he was, he was oh. uh, the brother of Laura Linney. Okay, and so, uh, yeah, they've been together for a while. All right, they got some cred there. Yeah. The dude is one swaddling son of a bitch. Swaddling son of a bitch. Swaddle, yeah, swaddle. So she likes him. All right, so deadline reports that Yellowstone will be ending with its fifth season. Yeah, Kathy. I mean, at least they're finishing it. The sums after. I was afraid that that was like they just leave it hanging in leave midair. It hanging, yes, like you know, like brothers right. and sisters did. Right, they just crushed you. This is all crushed the life out of you. The scheduling issues with uh, Taylor Sheridan and Kevin Costner, but the second half of season five is set to premiere in November. Uh, the Yellowstone sequel starring Matthew McConaughey... Yellowstone. ...is expected to... <laughs> That's the sequel. Premiere in December. Oh, they could do they could do a tie-in from our stupid question. Yeah. Mellow Yellowstone. Mellow Yellowstone. That could work. Like the Soda Empire. But I like Yellowstone better. <laughs> uh, they could take it. They could take a number of those characters from Yellowstone and spin them off. They could take the, uh, the, 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 the female, the, the lead, right? She's... Well, yeah, they'd have... To, her husband is really what everyone watches for, so he oh, really? should have to be around them. Yeah. yeah, and they already have two spinoffs as it is. Oh, they're, yeah, but but they're, they're, they're talking it. more. They're talking, they're talking a couple more spinoffs already. So you're going to have... No, but uh, Kevin Costner's gone. They got to kill him. They have to kill him. He has to be dead at the end of this. All right. I mean, that's the only... If they're really ending the show... Well, because everyone around them dies. So, (laughs) like, he has escaped death a hundred times on this show. So if this is over... He's got to die. See, not having watched it, I had no idea that death came into play. Oh, God. Okay. There was was actually uh, a part of one of the seasons where I was like, all right, like, is there there going to be anybody left? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Okay. I just wish you were the showrunner for more shows. (laughs) They got to kill him. We're killing him. Dead. Dead. All right. A couple more quick stories. Uh, Jaws actor Richard Dreyfuss it's making a fuss about the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences' new diversity requirements, which will go into effect for the 2024 Academy Awards. 
Uh, during an interview on PBS's Firing Line with Margaret Hoover, the Oscar-winning actor said, It's an art. No one should be telling me, as an artist, that I have to give in to the latest, most current idea of what morality is. What are we ask- What are we risking? Are we really risking hurting people's feelings? You can't legislate that, he said. Uh, you have to let life be life. I'm sorry, I didn't think there's a, uh, I don't think there's a minority or majority in the country that has to be catered to like that. He had said it makes him want to vomit. (laughs) I saw him during an interview, Preston. He's got, um, he's got that sort of old man whisper theme. Oh, posture. Yeah, I mean, it's like really, I'm like, that's super. That's. Yeah. And you're looking at him, I mean, he looks like a guy you'd see sitting in the park. I've seen a couple of, of interviews with him where he's talking so... He's got that going on? Quietly. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about this one. Maybe it was just that one interview, and I was like... He was... He was speak uh, up, please. Bill Maher does a podcast where he uh, he actually... It's basically like his man cave where he has... They, they sit down and drink and smoke pot, and, and he invites all these people on to just let their hair... Like, like Bill's porn drinks and all that stuff. And uh, but Tim Dreyfus is sitting there. He looks like a ninety-year-old wow. father. I wonder how old he is. He's he's got to be getting close to eighty, I would think. Uh, born in forty-seven, it says. Here, All right, so. that's um, nineteen, right? Yeah, that's not eighteen. Years old. I don't know. Right. Seventy-five. Seventy-five. All right. And then finally, one last story. Variety reports that filming for the final season of Stranger Things has been delayed due to the Writers Guild, of course, of America strike. Uh, the show's creators, the Duffer Brothers, took to Twitter on Saturday uh, to announce the news and share their support for the writers on the picket line. Wrote Duffers here. Writing does not stop when filming begins. While we're excited to start production with our amazing cast and crew, it is not possible during this strike. There are some shows where all the scripts are written. Right. and But even still, you have the writers on set. Some shows are opting, like Rings of Power Season 2, which was wobbly in its first season, going to go forward and shoot the episodes without... Because wow. they always do punch-ups on Absolutely. set. Along yeah. the line, there can be changes along the way, big time, that take place. Because uh, you can feel when it's not working. Right. You know? Uh, they wrote, uh, we hope a fair deal is reached soon so that we can all get back to work. Until then, over and out. Out of here. So they are Seacrest out on that. All right. Uh, it's clip time. Yay. It's the best time of Monday is clip time. All right. Uh, let's see here. Pete Davidson is no stranger to opening up about his personal life, uh, which has led to his new show, Bupkiss. <laughs> In this clip, he talks about... I just think of Rocky. It's awesome. Book is. Uh, in this clip, he talks about his experience leaving Saturday Night Live. I was terrified to leave SNL because it was like... You know, I was there eight years. It was like it was like a third of my life, and it felt very comfortable. And, like, uh, he was, like, graduating school. And it was really scary because, you know, you're on your own. It was nice to have a schedule. It was nice to, like, be like, okay, I know this nine months out of the year, I have this job. Uh, Bupkis is streaming now on Peacock, if you want to see that. He got screwed out of his uh, SNL hosting gig because of the writer's strike. Next clip. High Desert follows the journey of a woman trying to rebuild her life after loss. And here, actress Christine Taylor talks about rebuilding her own relationship with Ben Stiller. I think Ben and I both sort of started to grow in different directions. And when we made the decision to separate, it was not something we wanted to talk publicly about it was not something we we took lately it was sort of like we're both at sort of this impasse of like let's figure out 
what's best? Like, what is best for us at this chapter in our lives? I want to see you naked. Uh, uh-uh. I'm glad uh, they got back together. Yeah, it was COVID that got them back together, wasn't it? Or am I thinking, It might have been. There were a, a handful of couples that, that ended were... up re- <laughs> Thank you, pandemic. Kindling because of the pandemic. Uh, I may be wrong on that, by the way. You know, Hi. she's a very talented actress. Yeah. Doesn't get enough credit. High Desert is available on Apple TV this weekend, should you like to yes, see that. Yes, Greg. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the entertainment report for you this morning. Real quick, I want to give a plug to this because it's coming up this weekend. It is the Walk a Mile in Her Shoes charity fundraiser that I am uh, participating in once again with our amazing friends at the Laurel House, the domestic violence shelter. And uh, they have supportive services as well. Each uh, year, Laurel House advocates provide life-saving services to over 1,700 individuals in the community or impacted by domestic violence. So coming up this weekend, this Saturday, and we're looking like a nice, warm, <sighs> weather, summer-type feel this weekend, uh, will be the Walk a Mile in Her Shoes event. If you go to PrestonandSteve.com, you'll see it right there. You can get signed up. You can be on my team, on Team WMMR. I got started late on this. i trying to build a team, and I apologize. But this Saturday, uh, it starts at, uh, the, the walk starts at 10 a.m. It's like an hour long. It's not a, it's not a long event. It's just a fun thing. We get together. It is. And wear high heel shoes and walk one mile, and we're doing it at the Pfizer College, Collegeville campus in Collegeville, and uh, would love to have you. And registration's only thirty five bucks, and uh, we will have a great time, and we'll raise some uh, funds for a much uh, celebrated organization. Yes, so. I'm sorry I can't be there. Of course, no, I appreciate I'm. That. I'm <laughs> the one where you're going to have great weather. I'm going to have to miss for a wedding, but uh, if you're going to do it. And you want to wear more sensible heels? You can do that as well. Yes, so the you first can. year that Preston, you asked, you know, <laughs> you you got involved with this real deal high heels Stilettos. on gravel. Yes, and <laughs> Jesus Christ, it, it was weeks of recuperation. Fortunately, we don't have gravel anymore. Yes, they they re- oh, they, they, re- re- they rethought that, <laughs> and we don't have to walk on gravel anymore. Uh, so please sign up and uh, join me this coming Saturday. And uh, it's just it's a little bit of time for a great event, and I would love to have you do that. But go to PrestonSteve.com and get the information right there. Right, we're going to take a break. Don't forget this morning, uh, Michael Spinks, Jerry Cooney, uh, yeah. famed boxers here in our studio. We've got information coming up on the blood drive. Our buddy Stephen Singh stopping by, and I'm sure he'll have some things to give away in conjunction with Mother's Day this weekend. So that and all the concert cash. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Finally, how we doing, MM Barbecuers? MM Barbecue 2023, starring Shinedown. This is Billy Idol. Saturday, September 16th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion, including Aaron Jones, Larkin Poe. Honey. Finger 11. Tiger Cup and MMR's local shots artist, Fixin 77. Plus the return of the Preston and Steve side stage. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. Lawn tickets start at just 25 bucks. Text finally to 39333 for a link to all the details. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We had, we had wonderful weather this past week, and I personally had a great weekend until yesterday, which I'll explain in a little while. <laughs> but um, how about the, the Sixers last night? <laughs> uh, OT, huge win. Harden, unbelievable. And uh, insane. Uh, just insane. Insane. Yeah. I, I, 
Casey's. Um, well, I have a question, Casey. You posted a video yeah. of you standing outside. Was it your house? It was my house. Standing yeah. outside of your home. And, and you've said it countless times that you have a massive love-hate with this team and this sport because nothing makes you chew your fingernails or drive you more crazy than this, correct? Yeah, I, it's just basketball is so kinetic, and um, and it's just it's fast pace and it's moving, and and I found that watching the Sixers gives me way more anxiety than so than like watching the Eagles. So you were in this video, and I wanted to ask you about this morning because we haven't talked about it at all. But you're standing outside of the house, looking mm-hmm. from outside through the window yes. <laughs> at the TV. Yeah, why? Uh, because the Sixers had given up an 11 point lead. In the so last you actually of the so, game okay. And, so you went outside because you. Couldn't... I left. I left the room altogether because I was losing my effing mind. Okay. See, so I thought, so that my... I, well, the reason I bring it up is I thought maybe you just happened to step outside to go, you know, do something in the yeah. yard, and somebody happened to catch you on video. Out. No, you were actively watching the game. I was from outside of the house, actively doing anything but trying to watch the game from inside that room. But you, I, but you could, you, 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 you it, I, well, I love this. This is as pure as it gets. I can see the look on your face. You went out. You're, you're, you're disgusted. You go out. I wasn't happy, and yet, and yet you are standing like, uh, like a, a peeping tom. Peering through the window at the TV, still intent, yeah. but now it's better for you. So I, and I didn't know that was my, my daughter had taken the video. I had no idea that she was doing that. But um, I had left, and I had lost my mind so much so that when I left, uh, I left the room in, in, uh, in anger and disbelief when they had lost the lead. They had led the entire game, okay? Um, and, uh, and then I was like, okay, let me, let me step back in. And I stepped back into the room. I looked at the TV. And Boston shot another three-pointer that went in that put them back up again. And I'm like, I can't effing do this. And I left. And my wife is like, what is your issue? She's like, do you have money on this game? And I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm like, they got to the lead. They got like a left point lead. And they just gave it up. She's like, I don't care. I'm like, I do. I lost my mind. I lost my absolute... And like, but I do. Here's it the doesn't deal. matter. You don't. I do. You would be so proud of me, Preston, because yesterday I wore a mint green sweatshirt All in the right. morning. I wore my huh. my green sunglasses. You've, I was like, "F this stuff." You've broken the curse. One. They Here's the deal, though. And it was raised by Chuck D'Amico. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to watch this game outside. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And I'm not going to purposely wear mint green on Tuesday. And I'm not going to. I'm not going to do any of that stuff. But I, like me being outside, I don't know if it was. It, it was probably a combination of superstition, uh, and also like I was just trying to. Uh, I mean, essentially, like. Calm my, my mind. I think I think in this case there was no you know of the supernatural capabilities that you have. I think that was all. I think what you were was a wounded bird outside looking through the window, and everything went right. You yeah. you got swept along it, because no one was counting on that, and that and that it, it down to the wire. So what's funny here what is we, what we're missing in this video is your elation. I assume you were elated when you saw the win. No. You no, were right. No. You know why? I know why. Because it shouldn't have gotten to where it was. It shouldn't have gotten to overtime. Yeah. They should have put their freaking their 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 feet on their throats and they and I don't know how and why they allowed that like listen, and I know that the Celtics are a professional basketball team and, and arguably the best team in basketball right now. So like, yes. You know, holding a team down like that, but like, dude. 
anyway, so I, I was not happy. I'm still not happy today, even okay. though we've, we've right. tied the game up because okay. it shouldn't have gotten to to where it was. But Steve, like I wasn't even watching the game. So what had I, I was just in earshot. I could hear the crowd. I could hear Matt Core go like the bear. You know, I could hear him, and I could hear my son. Right. So I knew at those moments that. Um, that the Sixers were doing okay. I left the house to do our conference call at six o'clock. And this picture kills me. And at one, my daughter comes out and she gives me the two thumbs up, and I'm like, "Oh, thank God! Like they won." Yeah. She goes, uh, "It's overtime," and I'm like, "You don't no, want overtime." I don't want overtime. <laughs> I don't want Time. And then, By the um, way, the whole time yeah. we're hearing this story, we have on our monitors here in the studio, Casey, a, a, a still shot of him standing outside of the house. The loneliest the, sh- the shot is from inside the house of him looking through the window. <laughs> he and just so, looks so deflated. So my son, then, oh, uh, when the Sixers went up by one with eight seconds left, uh, I was out, so behind me is my grill. I was cooking yeah. some steaks, just doing anything to keep my mind off of what was going on <laughs> at the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, Sixers go up by one. My son pulls the, the shades up, yeah. and I'm thinking... They won. This game's over, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? And then I look, and I'm like, there's eight seconds left <laughs> on the freaking clock. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. There's eight seconds left. And, uh... And sure enough, I mean, Marcus Smart puts the ball in the net. I mean, yeah. granted, it was a you know a second too late, but I was like, I, I didn't even want to watch those last eight seconds. I just yeah. wanted to like listen, you know. And when, then when Marcus Smart had that shot, I didn't know if time had expired or not. And then you saw he go through the net, and I was like, oh my god, did they actually lose this? Right. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, Casey, because there were moments yesterday where I wished that I was jealous of people who don't care about sports <laughs> because oh, yeah. I, I found myself getting way too excited and then confident mm-hmm. and then mad. And then just sad, just pure sad, uh, because it was going to be over in, in five games. They were go back to Boston and, and win in five. And Doc's going to get fired, and the season's over. And what do I have to look forward to? And there's, it, the Phils have lost six in a row. And it was one thing after another. And then I was like, oh, no, wait, now, now there's hope. So now I get invested again for game five and game six. And, and like, You're I, like Pacino in Godfather 3. They keep pulling you back yeah. in. Oh, yeah. Especially this team. Yeah. But this one, so I was at my daughter's track meet. She had a regional uh, uh, track meet, um, you know, leading up to championships. And I left. Uh, I watched everything but her, her 200, which, by the way, she didn't like. It was her worst 200 time ever, but she still qualified. So I left. And I go, and in my mind, Nick, I'm like, I'm, I've already conceded the season. I, and yes. so my wife's like, why are you leaving now? I'm like, I'm like, because the Sixers only have two games left in the season, and I want to watch both, you know, the last two games of the season. And then my friend was there. He's like, come on, you've got to have faith. And I'm like, no, 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 it's all right. But, like, I'm like, you know, this this season, this, game, this team, they they – they don't bring me joy. I'm not getting any joy from this game. <laughs> that's, that's the times, in, and I'm impressed, in, you and I are kind of sitting in the same um, sporting level. I do, do really enjoy certain aspects of it. But sure, I, especially postseason, right. for sure. And in the times when I've gotten myself caught up in it, this is years ago when I was really a lot more um, fanatical, I remember having... You know, damn near heart attacks. Sure. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't like this feeling at all. They right. kept showing Dr. J yesterday because uh, he was there at the game. And yeah. there were moments where, like, he almost had his head buried in his hands. And Dr. has been out of the game for 40 years or whatever at this point. And I just, I felt like I was watching the game through Dr. J's eyes. And I don't think I like watching the games on ESPN. Yeah. I, I don't think, uh, I don't like the Cougars. I do, like, for like I liked, obviously, our hometown stuff. Yeah. 
But uh, I like TNT because I like uh, the the home uh, the halftime show with Shaq and, and Charles Barkley. I, there was just so much about yesterday's game. Kat, did you watch any of it? I did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, I, and Nick, you said you couldn't tell that last shot. I thought I was like, I couldn't believe that they actually put the points on the board. I'm like, there is no way that was good. Oh, I and ESPN didn't go. show. Dude, it took you like two minutes to show the replay. Yeah. I'm like, put the freaking replay on. <laughs> it should take you five seconds. Do it now. <laughs> like, you're horrible. Whoever's making their producer, fire him. Get already Kempner in there. Do something. You saw the the crowd um, because it stopped for a second. Everyone waited, and then you saw the crowd before they even made the the call official. You knew that the Sixers won. Yeah, they showed the the, the Boston Celtics walking back to the locker room. Like, they knew. I'm like, show me and the other millions of people. I think we need... I think we need... Some type of a uh, of uh, of a, a training device uh, for you, Casey, like uh, like a shock collar, shock therapy, uh, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. When, when mm. the moment you start getting too excited, and an invisible need to shock you, so that you will then associate. With- <laughs> Somebody texted, and we should have Doctor Rosenpenis hypnotize Casey. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Wow, no, that's actually down. That's uh-huh. a, that's kind of legit. But listen, Ugh. all's well that ended well. I know it was. I know you're not happy. Happy. No. Okay. Joy, I'm not, joy. No, I'm not happy until this series is over. Right, right. And we continue on because <laughs> if we don't win this series, this team is over. <laughs> no, seriously, like, and that's what makes me the most sad is that, like, whatever we're watching on the court this season. Oh, you mean not, it'll be broken up? It's and, gonna, yeah, and, Harden's and, not coming back. Doc right. might not be back. Like, Embiid might be gone. Like, you know, like, all this sort of stuff. I'm like, so we... This this season is is for me. It's it championship needs to championship or bust. It's, it's kind of okay. interesting now. I mean, it's the best mm-hmm. of three. I get it. You know, like they they evened it up yesterday. And so, what I was talking. My son is fanatical about the NBA. Like he he just goes crazy. When did for, that kick in? When last, did he... last two or three years? Okay, good. And, for him. and it was the Sixers that started it. But now he pays attention to every NBA game and every playoff. And he's telling me all about the Suns last night. I'm like, wow. okay, that's great. <laughs> um, but um, Casey, my my point to Ben was make it to Game Five. And, and anything can happen. We can we can go up to Boston and take another one, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I have renewed optimism this morning. I'm not saying I don't share your anxiety, because I do. Not to maybe to your level, but I, I get it. I yeah. totally get where you're coming from. Well, let me ask you, Preston. <clears throat> if they need someone to come in and play on the Sixers, do you think you're up to it at this I think point? I might, uh, I think I might be up well, Maybe it. last week you would have been. Oh, my God. Okay, so I had something. Yeah. Yeah, your, your weekend uh, ended up It could have been worse. Note. I could have been you. Your weekend <laughs> ended up on a good note. My, my weekend, which started off fantastic, by the way. I mean, it was beautiful weather. Uh, Friday night, I, I, I hung out with my family. I went to bed early. That I considered that a win. <laughs> I went to bed early because uh, Saturday morning, I had uh, uh, tea time with uh, one of my best friends. And uh, we were going to go golf, and the weather was cooperating. We go, we play, I get up early. We go, we play a round of golf. I played great. I shot like an 80. Should have uh, been, been the 78. But anyway, you know. uh, so I played well. I was very happy with that. Uh, and then uh, Saturday evening... Uh, the Hooters had a listening party for the release of their new album. How was that? I, at their I, studio. It was great. I couldn't make the, the the deal. I was at a charity event, but yeah, it sounded like it was going to be a great time. I'm so it, glad it worked out. It was awesome. It was at their studios in Conshohocken. So uh, hung out with uh, you know uh, Eric Bazilian, Dave Wasikinen, and uh, and and Rob Hyman and and uh, John and everybody. The whole band was there, obviously. Uh, but a lot of the a lot of the staff members came out. So Brent Porsche was there. Um, uh, Ray Coop was there. Debella. 
Coppola, um, uh, Matt Cord came mm. out, and uh, Bill Weston even there made it out. Wow. Pierre, obviously. And Pierre was yeah. there. Yeah, he was uh, obviously just tight with those guys. And we listened to the music and just chatted and had some cocktails and some food. It was just awesome. Just a lot of fun. And so it was a great weekend. Yeah. Wonderful weekend. And then on uh, Sunday, I'm like, okay, I'll get some stuff done around the house. I'll be productive today because I've had kind of a play weekend. So I got my prep work done in the morning. And then I'm starting to run some errands and things like that. And I needed to do a little bit of work on, on some stuff outside the house. And then... I hurt myself. Doing what? I will tell you in a moment. But let me just say, I've hurt my shoulder. You've probably heard me talk oh, about this for years now. I, I had to quit. The thing that I love to do, as far as activities go, more than anything in the world, is play golf. I had to sit on the sidelines for two years because I had a shoulder injury. And I have re-injured oh, my shoulder. And I'm telling you, man, I can barely lift my arm. Well, uh, and, uh, and it's... It's what I and and I know this feeling because I've had it before, and I think it's a I think it's definitely a season-ending oh. injury oh, no. for me, which that is sucks. well, it's depressing for me. I yeah. mean, it is absolutely. It, it you, seemed, it's you know, your zen. Yeah. Golf is your zen. Yeah. But that that's the one thing I feel like sometimes like doctors and, and just whoever don't understand it. It's depressing, and when you're like rehabbing it and it's not working, it like gets you down. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's for some people, I get it. If you're going, oh wow, first world problem, blah blah this and that, can't, yeah. can't do the thing, can't do that, you know. And I get it too. Listen, there was some horrible news of the weekend, and I have perspective on that. But it is the thing that I do. It's my release. It's my what I go to to take me away from everything else and to to enjoy life. everything in context. Yeah. So yes. so with some context. But here's how I did this. I have this pain in my arm because I was turning a screwdriver. Oh, you idiot. Why would you turn a screwdriver? Why did you call in a professional? I I was tightening a clamp on this piece of of piping in my yard. And uh, and I I had to turn it. It it, 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 It took... I had to turn it several times. Oh well, that's that <laughs> I can see. Oh, yeah. Flathead screwdriver. So I'm sitting there. You, and you were out on the on the on the edge with that, and I'm rotating this, and I'm almost done. I've got like you know five or six more turns of it, and all of a sudden I feel pop. Oh no! And I'm like, you're kidding me. You are kidding me. Turning a screwdriver. Okay. I wasn't saving a baby from a burning building. I wasn't, you know, swinging on a rope through the jungle. I wasn't doing anything that should have caused any of the slightest bit of discomfort at all. Simple rotation. And I just felt pop, and I'm like, no way. You're kidding me. Immediate pain. Immediate pain. Immediate pain. Yep. And and, and this morning, just to put this in context for you uh, listening, um, Preston, you you were talking to... Casey, about what things you will not be able to reach on the board yeah. because you can't reach your. Yeah, wife. I can't. I, my elbow needs to stay on my side. Okay, <laughs> so there's there's papers over here. Like I'm looking at the concert cash giveaway script here. Yeah, and I can't reach over there and grab that. On the plus it's side, right over there, you'll be perfectly suited for the Wednesday dance. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Did you try rotating your arm the opposite way, like to maybe undo what you? Did. No, dude, it's no, that's yeah. and, and, I, and why I, is that 
always the case with injuries like that, Preston. Why is it that you're not pulling a baby out of a burning car? There should be more burning cars of babies. For, right. But I'm, but it's always Nick with you. Dan to Madonna. These things that are just, you're thinking, and it's not even like, I got cavalier. I danced at a wedding. Like, you lose cannon. What made you think you could turn a screw? You know, I mean, it's it's so ridiculous. But more often than not, that's the movement that'll get you. You know, we have a friend of ours who was a products officer in Philadelphia, and uh, and I believe he uh, either dislocated his shoulder or tore something in his shoulder. They were going on a bust, right? So somebody goes through yeah. with that battering ram. Boom! They knock the door down. I'm thinking, oh, dude, you get into a struggle with a perp and like this right, is what's right, going right. on. No, 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 no. He um, was stepping over the door and grabbed the door jam, and that's what <laughs> that's tore his what shoulder. Yeah, that's he, what even, did. he didn't even get to go into the building to fight the perps. You know. Wow! Um, By the way, my 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 phone is is blowing up right now. <laughs> I've got Christine from uh, Trinity Rehab, of course, immediately texting me. I mean, she's uh, the best. My buddy Jim, my golf buddy, and uh, uh, Howard Liebold over at uh, the Devereaux Fund uh, <laughs> Foundation is uh, yeah. Everybody, who, all those charity events. Michael Barkan, he just texted me a couple of days ago. He's like, "You're in for the golf outing, right?" I'm like, well, here's yeah, the deal. In fact, my words were, wild horses couldn't drag me away. <laughs> but a screwdriver oh, could. But a screwdriver But will. a screwdriver did it. So, Stay oh, wait away. Hang on. Yeah. The, the, now, band on the line. Dr. Mike yeah. is joining us. Hey, Dr. Mike. Well, you know, you can say you're screwed, but you're not. Okay. Well, all this negativity, <laughs> it's driving me crazy. Hey, I'm... Just- Call I'm, me later. We'll hook you up. I'm, I'm glad. Up. I'm glad you called in because I, I have a feeling. And, and Christine, thank you very much from Trinity Rehab. But I, I, by the way, Doctor Mike, when you do injure yourself from something as stupid as turning a screwdriver, and you feel real pain, how long does one wait before they like get into physical therapy and stuff like that? Well, it did. It, it. Look, I mean, everybody, especially as you get older, you're going to have pain uh, and and uh, you're going to suffer more than you did when you were 20. So if it doesn't go away in, the, in a, a few days or a week, then you might want to look into it. Now, the shoulder is a very sophisticated piece of equipment. Yeah. Now, maybe you have um, uh, I mean, it's a, there's a million things. It could, be, it could be frozen shoulder. It could be tendonitis. It could be a rotator. Cuff. Torn from, tendons. From what you describe, it's something Thing that that it probably will require physical therapy, but I think we need a diagnosis, yep. and we need to do that. So, it, 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 look, I'm not saying this season's over for you. Mm, see, he's being positive. I know no, he's I, a good I, doctor. Look, if you broke your arm or you were in a cast or you 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 need surgery or something, that's a different story. But look. Just chill out. Uh, all right. Well, Doctor Mike is saying what he's saying is he's not going to tell you that he will send his nurse into terror. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Doctor Mike, both Nick and I bothered him while he was vacationing. Yeah, sorry, on an island, tropical location. And Doctor Mike did work for us while he was on the beach. You're a good man, Dr. You're Mike. You're an man. amazing man. Well, you can take the lion out of the zoo, but it's still a lion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I believe in, I'm old school. Yes. You know what I mean? You're old school that way. We're, we're blessed I, to have should, you in our lives. Should I reach out to you later on? And yes, get, please. All right. okay. I'm back in the saddle. All right. So just call me. I'll fix you up. Don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> Thank you. We love you, Dr. Mike. Uh, <laughs> love you. He's, love you. he's a fan of... 
positive thinking. Now, but you know you've had this injury before. That's the thing. And it, I've I've felt this exact pain before. Right. I know what it's like, and it sidelined me for a couple of years, unfortunately. But I, and here's what I was going to say. Now I'll talk to Doctor Mike about it. But I, uh, you know, my dad can't lift his arm, his right arm. Same thing. Uh, but he's in his 80s, and, and there's nothing he can do about it. Like, surgery right. would be too risky. Like, they're like, sorry, you just got to deal with that. Right. So now I'm, like, immediately like, I want surgery. I want to get this fixed for good. And I know, and I've heard horror stories from, from sh- shoulder surgery, so don't worry about that. But I'm tired of this happening. This has happened a few times now, and I want to get this fixed permanently. You know what would be cool? You know, like, in Pacific Rim, they had those those jets on the back of the, the robot's elbows. Yes. Could they do they that? punch like that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. That would be great. By the way, we had got we had a call. He's not on any longer. There was a call from a guy who got a herniated disc from bending over to pick up a piece of sushi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do that you beats, that beats uh, screwdriver? Uh, I think. Do you when you're on your way to the doctor or whatever, or you're going to physical therapy? Do you embellish something like that? Do you say yes? I was pulling a baby out of a car. <laughs> I wasn't picking maybe. up a California roll. Maybe, maybe I was I was turning a screw because it was sealing off a uh, right. leaking gas. Exactly, yeah. or something yeah. like that. I saved the family. The orphanage next door asked yeah. me. Yeah. So my mom, she worked for years at the uh, the 30th Street uh, Post Office. Yes. And uh, and she had a supervisor that was a horrible person that was like just the worst to her. Uh, so much so that when she had transferred to where she was going, uh, Morton Post Office. Like the the other supervisor, do not tell this guy that you're leaving because he is this insufferable prick and and he's going to make your life a living what a miserable next, person. Oh, he was a horrible, yeah. horrible, terrible human being. But uh, so um, her last day, she is she raises her arm to get something off of a shelf, and lo and behold, she. Uh, ruptured some discs in her neck and oh, ended up, no. as a result afterwards, had two different neck surgeries oh. just from getting something off. And it was her last day at that miserable oh. job with that miserable oh. brick. And she yeah. was trying to get something off a shelf? Off of a shelf. Oh, my Here, God. Listen it was this. a neck brace. <laughs> listen to these, <laughs> yeah. these texts. Uh, it says, a Secret Service friend of mine tore his shoulder putting on deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> that's somebody who's in great shape. There's that's the guy who service takes a bullet for the president. Yes. Yeah, my gets friend. taken out by a bar of right guard. Oh, my God. Yeah, and so sometimes just reaching wrong. Like, sometimes when I'm reaching for something in my back seat I'm, and I can feel it going. Do you know? Do you know I, was, I forget what the exact stat was, Case, but... That rates high on injuries reaching to the back seat of a car. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's no. wor- that's the worst. Right. I can't do it. We anymore. know that in, in like bathtubs and stuff like that, and slip and falls and steps and stuff like that around the home. Mm-hmm. But the reaching to the back seat causes tons of issues. Well, Here's- press the um, so like re-injuring it. You you said you know you want to ask about surgery or whatever. Like so, I re- same thing. I re-injured mine. Like I rehabbed it was great. Re-injured it and like the rehab is that's what I was saying. Like it's it kind of gets you down because it's yeah. not really working yeah. all that great. Yeah. Uh, listen to these and you have a Golden Gloves fight coming up. I, this- like, I can't even believe that I'm not taking place in this. Oh uh, this is, uh, text says, I pushed a window down to close it. My neck and spine seized up. Oh, my God. Uh, this says, I missed, I missed six weeks of work when I threw my back out putting my shoes on. Oh, the elephant man was hanging drapes. Uh, let's see. I've thrown my back out reaching to open drapes. Uh, let's see. I was while at Acadia National Park. I sprained my ankle stepping down outside of my hotel. Uh, <laughs> day two of the trip. Oh just, no! Just just I've heard a number of those those simple steps. You're going up like one step or stepping down. Uh huh. 
Uh, let's see. I bent over to put something under the sink and ended up being on the floor for eight hours with a thrown out back, and I'm only 25 years old. Jesus. I ripped my MCL, ACL, and meniscus a year ago doing karate. Oh. <laughs> doing oh. a crank? All right. All I'm right. sorry to laugh at your misfortune, but that wins. That wins. That's the best one. Uh, you, will you tell the doctor that? I once gave myself a bloody nose pulling a zip tie shut. <laughs> Uh, my dad broke his leg sneezing. Wow. Uh, oh, my God. A few years ago, I had to postpone an interview because I popped a disc in my back while brushing my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that just is so bizarre. I mean, listen, my sister is, I think she might, actually, I'm going to text her right now. I think she might be in surgery right now. She's having her fourth elbow surgery. She fell off of a scooter. <sighs> like, a, like a razor scooter? Like a, like a, an electric scooter. Okay. Her, her, uh, she was cruising. Her hat started to fall off, so right. she went to go grab her hat. Now, the thing about those scooters is it's not a bike. You can't just take a, a, a one hand off uh, the yeah. handlebar. Fly, like, flings you. It flings you. Like, oh. it, like if I want to go one-handed on my scooter, like, I have to gingerly take it off, make sure, you know, and so she fell out of this thing, and, like, here we are, like, two, a uh, year and a half later, for right. elbow surgery. Uh, no, absolutely. There's some more really good ones coming here. This guy's, I'm a construction <laughs> equipment mechanic. <laughs> Okay, so this is a person who handles a lot of heavy things. I hate to be laughing. I dislocated a rib opening a plastic bag. <laughs> oh, my God. This guy is around heavy machinery all the time. Wow. Oh, there's just text after text after text. These there, Hundreds of them are coming in. Oh, my God. What was this? And something about pillow? I don't know. I oh hurt my, my finger uh, adjusting a pillow the other night. Uh, <laughs> my, my my pointer finger on my left hand. I was grabbing the pillow that was above. It was in bed. I'm supposed to be resting. And no. I grabbed the freaking pillow and brought it closer to my head. And someone hurt my finger. I have one question. What were you thinking pulling <laughs> that pillow close? <laughs> God, uh, hang on. Uh, actually, Cody's been on hold for a while. Let me go to him. Hey, Cody, good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing? Good. What's up, Cody? Yeah, Zeus to you, sir. Hey, um, yeah, so when, like, three, four years ago, I was at Shady Maple, uh, but in Lancaster. And, um, after we got done eating, me and my family, uh, we just went down to the gift shop area, and I sneezed. And, I, you know, I'm a loud sneezer, so I decided to, uh, to hold it in. And in doing so, I ended up breaking three of my ribs. Oh, my, you broke three ribs? Yep. Yep. So my, my, um, it, was hurt. it hurt so bad. Cody, my, so my wife was kind of slipped and, and caught the edge of the stairs. She was uh, reaching for one of our cats. She didn't, she didn't break it. She just slight, I think she slightly fractured it. Mm-hmm. And he's been dealing with that for weeks. How long did it take for you to come back from that? Um, it was a couple months. Yeah. Uh, they, think, they think that I might have had a couple, um, fractures from wrestling with my, uh, kids. But, um, <laughs> and, and that just <laughs> made it worse. I bet you a lot of these are that. I bet, yeah. Cody, how old were you when this happened? Um, well, I guess, uh, 30. Okay. All right, not not an age-related no, thing, really. not at all. All right, thanks. No, not at all. Appreciate it, man. Oh, Could you imagine that? No, there there are loads of calls. We're not going to have time to go to all of them because we got to get the concert cash in a second. Here, <laughs> go to uh, Joe. Hey, Joe, good morning. Morning, guys. How are you guys? Good. What's up, buddy? Uh, I tore both my hamstrings out. My father hanging up a TV. You tore both your hamstrings hanging up like a like a flat screen TV on a wall. Yeah, he, oh. he went out, just went out and bought a four thousand dollar TV. <laughs> leaning against the couch, I'm like, Pop, I got to go to the bathroom real quick. You watch the TV, make sure nothing happens to it. Well, I come back from the bathroom, and he's not even paying attention. He's not even in the living room, and the TV starts to slide down. 
Well, here I went to go bend over to stop her from sliding, and I hear two, feel two loud pops in both oh, hamstrings. Uh, I've never heard anybody no. tearing both, both hamstrings. Insane. Both at the same time. Did you it save was... the TV? I did, yeah, I saved the TV, and he still made me hang it up for them. <laughs> you really, really, when when you need to put him in a retirement home, make sure it's a substandard one. Um, yeah, yeah. I, but that TV cost me. A week of work because I couldn't walk. Oh. Wow. Uh, wow. Both back of my legs were like black. It was. All right. Nice Sorry to hear it, Joe. They, some Thanks people call. said that, Preston. I, hearing hearing the sound of of a of a, of a tear or hearing uh-huh. that bone break or, or like my my brother had his bicep rip and I think he said he could hear it. You know, uh, which is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I I felt a, a little pop, and I think I out, and I didn't like yell from pain. I just out loud, I just go, "You've got to be effing kidding me!" Is what I said. Did you um? Did you automatically like drop the screwdriver, or what was your? Did you stop the the, the task at hand? I, I didn't, but but I mean, I just knew it immediately oh. the second I felt it. I'm like, "That's the you old finished pain. job." Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. You are, because you are it, a hero. It hurt really <laughs> You are. Yeah. It hurt really bad for that moment, but then it kinda went numb a little bit and I'm like, okay, but I know tomorrow later tonight and tomorrow this is gonna be painful. So if and you're just is. tuning in, I I, I re injured my shoulder turning a screwdriver. <laughs> wow. And uh and, and I think it's a it, I think it's a season ending injury for well, my golf game. Doctor Mike you Yes, yeah. Doctor Mike says be positive. I know. Yeah. I, I, I haven't looked at first before you think that. And I got Trinity Rehab. It's got back. I'll get a diagnosis first, probably, and then then probably see what they are gonna, uh, what kind of magic they can All work. Right. So, anyway, it's a hell of a weekend. Yeah. Hell of a weekend. <laughs> um, I want to take a break because we do have some guests, and we of course have concert cash that we have to get to. So we are going to do that very thing. We'll come back in a second. Bizarre file stories, great ones from the weekend as well. So stay put. We'll be back in a moment. Your smart speaker can settle arguments, tell you the weather, and even order stuff. But did you know it can also stream WMMR, ask it to open MMR, and it'll begrudgingly comply. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, we are going to do the Bizarre File, and then we have a friend who's here with gifts for yes. you. Now, WMMR presents Preston Steve's Bizarre File. 
Brought to you by Pro Team Collision, your certified collision repair center. If you get into an accident, Pro Team Collision is there for all of your auto body repair needs. All right, when a tourist at a Tibetan hotel noticed a foul smell in his room and asked to move, little could he have guessed he would get caught up in a murder investigation. The traveler spent half a day in the room wondering where the smell was coming from oh, and initially man. suspected either bake downstairs or perhaps his own feet. <laughs> the two options. So his feet smell like a bakery? But later it was informed that it came from a dead body under his bed. Whoa. Jesus. The tourist identified only as Mr. Zhang. Listen, we'd like to pick up your breakfast tomorrow morning. He checked into the hotel and it was said to be popular among internet influencers. For the dead bodies. And it was not until two days, two days later after he had transferred rooms that he learned the source of the smell. When he was Yes, su- can I have some extra pillows and there's a dead body under my bed? When he was summoned back to the original room by a group of police officers, he said, I asked him what happened. They told me someone di- and it died and I asked them where and they said, under my bed. By the way, that's a, that's a high bed for a full body to fit under. The police told him that they had opened a murder investigation, but he was not a suspect because the body had been lying there for days before his arrival. Zhang said that he had left Tibet as soon as he had helped the police with their investigation, but said he's still reeling from the shock and had struggled to sleep ever since. He said, I stay up until 2 a.m., 3 a.m. every morning, and the slightest movement wakes me up. <laughs> it left me in a bad mental state. That's horrific. I can imagine. Okay, here's another lovely hotel story. An evening manager of a Tennessee hotel was arrested after he snuck into a man's room and sucked on his toes. Right. I love this story. David Neal, a 52-year-old manager of the 4th Avenue South Hilton Hotel in Nashville. I'm just al- sucking on your toes. Allegedly crept into a male guest room while go back to sleep. sleeping on March 30th and got intimate with his feet. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. What are you doing? I'm just sucking on your toes. Go back to sleep. According to Nashville Metropolitan... little piggy. Oh, God. I mean, come on. According to Nashville Police, uh, Neil made a... Your feet smell like a bakery. Key card. Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> to get into the room and entered around 5 a.m. The guest... By the way, the guy looks like a guy who'd suck on somebody's toes. The guest told police that he woke up to Neil's mouth around his toes and immediately confronted him. Uh, he recognized Neil as one of the hotel employees who came into his room the day before to fix his TV. Neil admitted to police that he had entered the room but claimed that he did so because he smelled smoke and wanted to make sure the guest was okay. I better go suck on his toes. <laughs> I smell smoke. I better get up there and start sucking on that guy's toes. Keep his toes wet so the fire doesn't get to him. That's what I do. Police said Neil never reported smelling smoke to security and there were no other reports of guests or staff. It's okay, Captain. I've pre-sucked his toes. <laughs> No report of guests uh, or staff smelling smoke at the hotel. The room key was not recovered, cops said, and Neil told investigators he had thrown it away. Uh, he was arrested at his home on Friday and charged with aggravated burglary and assault, currently jailed on a $27,000 bond. Could have been much worse, <laughs> yeah. but toe-sucking is uniquely disgusting. Yes, he was just trying to help him out. I mean, the, there, was a fire. there was a fire. Yeah, so... 
Uh, with the price of candy skyrocketing in Israel because of a viral video, American couple was caught last week trying to smuggle 375 pounds of fruit roll-ups. Wow. Stuffed in suitcases at uh, the airport near Tel Aviv. The unidentified couple was stopped for going over the 11-pound food limit. I and tried to smuggle 10 pounds of snow caps in my ass. A video posted by Israeli news outlet Mako showed a customs official rifling through the bags as an off-camera claim that he bought treats for his family. Why, why fruit roll-ups? So a single pack cost up to 50 cents at an American dollar store. can go up to $6 in Israel after a TikTok video showed fans how to freeze and yeah. wrap it around ice cream as a makeshift crunchy cone. Interesting. The resulting popularity explosion has made the fruity strips scarce in both the U.S. and abroad and has spawned a black market. Last week, Israeli customs officials confiscated at least 661 pounds of the candy, according to the nation's tax authority. You know, if, you're, if you own any sort of business like this, you you create your TikTok video, yeah. the company, right? Yeah. And float it out there. See if it takes hold. So I've heard um, if you do it with Sherbert, it's even better. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fruit roll-up fan. Uh, Mitchell Cohen, the owner of the historic economy, economy candy shop in the East Village, said that a customer recently placed an order for 10,000 boxes of fruit roll-ups. You got to try this. It's better than sucking toes. He <laughs> said, I reached out to my distributors. Hey, guys. And, and they said, look, dude, I haven't seen fruit, fruit roll-ups in months. He added that he saw a similar viral obsession during the pandemic when customers went crazy for toxic waste slime liquors. Hey, do me a favor and slam that like button. Uh, the uh, They blew up on TikTok so much that I couldn't keep them on shelves, he said. It was nuts. So, That's crazy. Uh, Israeli authorities would not say if the Americans were detained or if their sticky stash was simply confiscated. Just so. go back to smuggling heroin. <clears throat> and there you go. That's uh, what I have in the bizarre file for you. I have even more great stories, which we'll get to later on this Those morning. are terrific. Uh, but right now, yeah. we want to... Well, all right, real quick. Let me remind you that your word is SCORE for MMR's concert cash. We announced it just a little while ago. The word is SCORE, S-C-O-R-E. Text it to 45911, or you can go to WMMR.com and enter there or through the MMR app. So good luck to you. We want to talk about mothers. Mothers, there and, are no others. And Mother's Day this weekend. And we've been telling you all about an item that you can get from our friend. And he is here this morning, Mr. Steven <laughs> Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me in. Nice to see you, it's sir. Nice to see you. Uh, let me give everybody a happy early Mother's Day this Sunday. Yes. The mother, the mother who got you, took care of you, wiped your nose, wiped your backside, everything else. Yep. You know, oh. the mother of your children, your grandma. Any mother. You got to say, I, my mom's is 84 this year huh. and, you know, spend time with them. Take them out to a nice brunch, but you got to do the I love you gifts. Yes. The things that are going to last, the things that are going to make a, an impact. Um, a friend of mine's mom, right, is right, as we speak today, is having surgery for breast cancer. Oh. And, you know, so you, you never know. Like I said, you want to, so you want to do it for a happy time, a happy occasion. Say I love you. you know, we all struggle. Everybody's getting older. Everybody has struggles, family issues, things like that. This is a great pick me up, man. If you could say for, under a hundred bucks, yeah. You know what I mean. You can, the doctor said you need some treatment. You know, you say sure. It's not covered by insurance. I'll do it. This is the greatest thing you could do. So we're gonna do we're gonna do a contest here with Stephen because he, he always comes oh, bearing gifts. He oh, he's yes. not no no. He's a cheesy guest that shows up without gifts. And uh, so not only are we gonna give the gold dip roses, which you're talking about, oh. it's the new color neon green, right? 
But we have some other things, too, right? We're going to give a sterling silver diamond I love you to the moon and back necklace. Aww. It says it on the other side of that crescent moon all crusted with diamonds. I like that. And that was from a saying that my grandfather used to say to my grandmama. He used to say, I love you to the moon and back. Isn't that cute? It yeah. is really nice. We're looking yes. at it. So it's a, it's a crescent moon with the heart uh, uh, that's kind of um, floating in, in the crescent part there. Uh, which is really cool. And on the back, yeah, it says, I, I love you to the moon. And, moon. and it has an adjustable chain, so it fits everybody. And it's, it's beautiful. It's great. It's our number one Mother's Day gift, other than, of course, oh, our gold roses. The roses. And we have two roses. Not only do we have a 14-carat yellow, or 24-carat, rather, yellow gold neon green, which is very hot. Terrible name, great color. Right. <laughs> but we also have a rose gold gold rose. Ooh, oh, I know this one. This yes. is the, it's called the I Love You Rose. It's yeah. a blush color, but it's rose gold, which is very, very hot. I like rose gold. Yeah, rose gold is like uh, the twenty four, like the gold watch that Embiid got yeah. as a gift. You yeah. know what I mean? For Pretty when MVP was in yeah. rose gold, this yeah. is almost exactly the same almost. thing. Yeah. Well, rose gold like? iPhone. Right. This watch this or this gold rose? Yeah. Exactly. By the way, you're right. The neon green, bad name. I would have gone. I don't know if you could have, but this should, this is Kelly Green, isn't it? I think it sort of is. Or is it a little lighter yeah. than Kelly Green? It's a little lighter than Kelly Green. I would call you call it. that avocado? Ooh, avocado mm-hmm. would be good. No, I think the, we the were. Go, I wanted to go with spring green because it looks like a golf course, like, yeah. a, like new grass things. Yeah. Like I got outvoted. The, I Masters hate, I Green. Hate, I don't like neon. <laughs> what about Neon's a terrible green. name? But um, but Deep. it's a great looking color. It's a it pops and looks great in the bouquets. I love it. Nice. Yes, thank you. All right, so we're we're gonna play a game uh, right now. We're gonna get some callers on the line two one five two six three WMMR. And I have dubbed this because I couldn't think of a more creative name. Uh, it's uh, name that mother effer. That's it. Yeah. So there you, go. you know, I mean, there. So am I, I am the answer on every question. Then, right? <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're too benign. For that. So uh. it's all about mothers. And in order to be a mother, someone had to have uh, after your mother. At one Absolutely. Point or it's listen. It's science. Yeah. I'm sorry if that shocks you, but you that's know. what happened. Uh, so we we have clips with famous. Mother Effer mentioned in it. So we'll get callers on the line, 215-263-WM, and we'll play the clip. If you get it right, you win the prize. By the way, it's my, it's my favorite go-to curse. Uh, it it, when I really want to accentuate, I'll take it to the Mother Effer realm. And so will each winner get a... They'll get a 24-carat gold rose, either the I Love You Rose or Neon Green, whatever they like, and they get I Love You to the Moon and Back Diamond Necklace. Wow. They're going to get both. That's true. And, 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 it's and a twofer. Stephen's point also, yeah, and this is the truth. You do not want to screw up Mother's Day. Hey, and by the way, uh, what about the free shipping? How how late? Free shipping is up to Wednesday at two o'clock. This one today is Monday, I believe. So it's Wednesday at two o'clock. We will ship it for free to arrive for Mother's Day. After that, you got to pay like not twenty bucks, nineteen bucks to get a ship. Don't pay. Get yeah. it now. Yeah. And it you know what? Be. Mother's Day is the worst gift for. I mean, the worst time for guys to procrastinate, especially yeah. men. Women, not so much. They get it Sunday morning on the right. way to their mother's house. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and they go to the drugstore and they go to the corner to get some flowers from a guy standing in the intersection. Right. And by the way, Kathy will sometimes order things, even if she doesn't need them, just because shipping because is Because she's a oh, woman and yeah. she's smart. She women nest. They do everything in advance. Guys are stupid. And they do everything last minute. Right. All right. We're going to try out the mother effer, okay? All right. Let's, uh, let's go to some callers on the line. I'm going to go to Tom. Hey, Tom, good morning. How you doing? Good mother effer. How are you? <laughs> All right, I'm going to play a movie clip for you. You tell me the movie, you win the prize. It's that simple, okay? Sounds good. I will put you on hold. Do we still have to put people on hold for now? <laughs> right, we're we're it, yeah. working on fixing this, by the way, uh, the uh, the issues with down the line. But here is the clip. Let's see if you know this movie. Here we go. You make one more move on me, you mother. I'll cut your balls off. I'll shove them up your. I'll 
bury you. I'll put an ice pick in your eyes. All right. <laughs> it's a mom style. It's movie. one of my yeah. favorites. Yeah. Uh, all right, Tom, are you there? Yeah, I'm do, here. Do you know what movie that is? Is that Casino? It's not Casino. Oh. In casino, but that's not from that movie. Let me go to Jason see if he knows. Hi, Jason. Hi. Hi. We're gonna try out that same clip on you. Did you hear it while you were on hold? Uh, can I hear it again? Yeah. Hang on one second and here. You make one more move on me, you mother. I'll f- cut your f- balls off. I'll shove them up your. F- I'll f- bury you. I'll put f- an ice picks in your eyes. All right, <laughs> Jason. Oh, no, I don't know. All right, thanks. Anyway. You know. I think people think they know what it is. You got right. yeah, yeah, because he's had so many movies yeah, where like that, where he's had rants like that. Yes, I yeah. don't want to give a clue without your um, your your. Uh... Let's try another here right. with Nick and see if he knows. Hey, Nick, are you there? Yes. All right, Nick, did you hear the clip? Yeah, is it Goodfellas? It is not. No, oh. it's not Goodfellas. All right, um, one clue. Since we've already gone through three callers. Um, it involves psychiatry. Ah. That, does that sound good enough? It's perfect. Okay, let me you don't get it now. Let me go to Alex. Alex, are you there? Yes. All right, Alex. Did you hear the clip? Yes. What movie is it from? Um. It involves psychiatry. Heat? No. I, 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 I honestly said I'm not heat. sure. Yeah. But oh, heat. Nope. Sorry, yeah. buddy. All right, we'll do one more and then we'll move on to another. Are one. they getting him on the text board, Nick? I will uh, go to no. Toby. Hi, Toby. What's up? Yo, buddy. Ah. All right. Do you need to hear that again, or did you catch it? Analyze this. You got yeah! it. Analyze this. Great movie. Paul Vitti and Toby, we are going to give you the 24-karat gold dip rose and the I Love You to the Moon and Back diamond necklace. Both. For Mother's That's Day. It's a twofer. Mom's going to have a great Mother's Day. And you can go to IHateStevenSinger.com and take care. Uh, take advantage of the free shipping uh, if you do it by Wednesday. Day. By the way, head on over to the store. It's always a fun time. Yes. It is a low yeah. stress. Come in, have a beer, store. have some cookies. Yes. We're back in action now. The COVID's over. The and we got cookies, we got <laughs> wine, we got beer, we got mimosas. There we go. All right, I got really easy ones here for you. Right, here we go. That was that was kind of the tough one. I'll go to Pat next. Hey Pat. Hey. All right, buddy. We're playing Name That Mother Effer. You ready? Yeah, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Day. Happy Mother's Day. Say hello to your mother. Stick an ice pick in your uterus. All right, this is short, but I think you'll get this. Here we go. What? English, mother Do you speak it? (laughs) (laughs) It's so short, we'll play it one more time. What? English, mother Do you speak it? All right, so... Pat, what movie is that from? Goodfellas? No. I don't think Sam Jackson was in no, Goodfellas. He is day out. He is in Goodfellas. Yeah, he is, is in Goodfellas. He? Yeah, he's uh, uh, he's, he's one of the assassins. Yeah, he shoots. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Wow. All right, yeah. he's got hair, Nick, in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Let's go to Paul. Hey, Paul. Yes. All right, Paul. Do you know that for? <laughs> I think it's Pulp Fiction. It is Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Paul, hang on the line. Steven Singer's going to tell you this. You're going to win a beautiful 24 karat gold rose of your choice and. I love you to the moon and back diamond necklace. So congratulations. Beautiful. All right. Uh, another easy one, and we'll go to Carl and see if he can get it. Hey, Carl, are you there, buddy? Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. All right. Hello, <laughs> All right. All right. This one, this one you ought to know. This is an iconic line. It's very, very short. I'll play it a couple of times. Here we go. Yippee-ki-yay, mother All right. Classic. Classic. Yeah. And one of the best mother effers yeah. ever. One more time. Here we go. Yippee-ki-yay, mother all right, let's see if Carl knows it. Carl? Yes, sir. What movie? 
Oh, my God. I'm having a brain fart. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Um, 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 um. Oh. Carl, good to oh, see you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got three seconds, oh, Carl. Double rainbow. Yeah, that's what he sounded yeah. like. Time's oh up, Carl. God. It was good to see you, but gotta let Carl, you go. Carl, good to see you. All right, we'll go to we'll go to Steve next. Hey, Steve. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, buddy. All right, do you need to hear that clip again? No, sir. That's diehard. Of course, yeah. Is. Oh. Hang on, Steve. You get the gold dip rose. You get the Alita Moonenbach diamond necklace exclusively available at Steven Singer Jewelers. All right, we have uh, two more. and Or no, one more. One? Yes. One more. Uno Mas Come on. Let's get a winner. Yes. This is an easy one, too. I believe it is. Hey, uh, Reagan, are you there? I'm here. All right, Reagan, we have your music playing. All right, this is for mommy. This is... <laughs> I have a mommy, and I call Nancy mommy. Let's put you on hold and try this one out. It's kind of faint, but let's see if you can get to Steve. This is one of your favorite lines. Here we go. You're one ugly motherfucker. All right. I'll play that again. See if she can hear it. You're one ugly motherfucker. All right. And back to... I can barely reach the oh, button here. Oh. Hi. Uh, all right. Reagan? Yeah. Do you know what movie that is? I have no clue. Thank you. Baby's Day Out. No, it's not Baby's Day Out. We'll go next to Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Hi. We're playing Name That Mother Effer. Did you catch that clip? Well, I had a really hard time, but I think it was the accent of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, we need to know what movie that's from. Um, The Terminator. No. No, I thought she was going to get it. Sorry, Michelle. All right, we'll go to one more caller and see if he can get it. This is Jim. Hey, Jim. I have three testicles. Uh, of course. <laughs> Walk proudly. So <laughs> we all. All right, Scott, what's up? What move from? Scott or Jim? Jim. But your okay. name changed. In Press's defense, your name on the board changed from... Well, Jim. Yeah. Jim is yeah. short for Scott. Okay, so Jim. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Spread it up. He said, it. Yeah. he said it. That's right. You got it. Hang on, Jim Scott. We're going to give you a gold dipped rose, 24 karat gold dipped rose from Steven Singer Jewelers. The color is really nice. Either either rose gold or neon green. You get a neon green in 24 karat yellow gold, or you can get a rose gold gold rose in rose gold gold. Which is uh, the called "I Love You Rose" and it's a blush color. I'm Both taking are this beautiful. One, by, the way. <laughs> by the way, yeah, look yeah, at the yeah. difference between the, the the golds here. Don't they look cool yeah, together? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell yeah, you this. Really great, great. Uh, yeah, that you're right with the name on the green on the. Uh, it's that, a horrible the, name. Yeah, great it color. sounds like a billboard, but it's a it's a much. I think it's a much. In person, seeing it, it's a much better organic it, it color. Pop, people are going crazy over the color when they see it, but yeah. the name is. Eh. We screwed up the name. Listen, but, come to us next time. But you know yeah. what? I'm having a weird morning. Nick is here sucking on my toes from the other <laughs> story. Yes, yes, and yes, that's yes. the way he greeted me when I came in, you know, with uh, some of those lines. I didn't know we were having a contest. I thought he was just uh, oh, no. saying hello. Yeah, just cursing at you. I thought you were into it. All right, listen, you know. That's what you told me last night. I was picking, I was picking up that vibe, too. That's what we have the green room for. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, listen, it is great to see you as always. Thank you so much for having me. And don't forget, Mom. Don't, no. This no. Sunday, don't forget, Mom. And don't be the dummy that pays for shipping. Get it today. <laughs> beats it. And also, we'll give you a free Mother's Day card. You can write wow. a nice, oh, nice Mother's Day card in there, personalized, that you'll save. Yeah. It's terrific. Love it. And we love your continued support. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Steven Thanks, everybody. Singer. Thanks for having us. We hate Happy him. Mother's Day. And we love him like we love your mother. 
right, let's take a break, and we'll come back in just a moment. Uh, don't forget. Uh, Boxer Michael Spinks here in the studio in a little while. And we have information coming up on, uh, I believe, for Preston and C. Blood driving. Yeah. Back. Stay there. 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon Bridge to the Beach, celebrating 51 years of riding for a world without cancer. Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, June 11th for this family-friendly ride to save lives. All Team WMMR riders can now access group pricing for Team WMMR jerseys and other great cycling apparel from Volet and their Made in America. The first 50 team members that hit their fund Raising goal will get $50 towards their purchase thanks to our great sponsor, Tam and Inc., because everybody has the right to access information. Register to ride with Team WMMR. Get complete details at WMMR.com or text bike to 39333 for a link to the info. The ACS Bikeathon and 93.3 WMMR putting Philly first. So there's an event coming up, and it's one of our absolute favorites. It is the 18th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, benefiting the American Red Cross. And here to tell you a little bit about what we have planned and what you can expect is the Regional Chief Executive Officer, the American Red Cross, our friend Guy Triano is here. To his one. And the crowd goes they wild. go crazy. How you doing, Guy? Hello, well, thank you for having me. Of course, nice to see you again, man. Thanks for being here. Looking forward to another year. Yeah, so we we are as well. And you know what? We were talking off air. Uh, we are, and and we in in years past, we've never tried to put a, a number on things. No, to try and hit a goal. Do you know what? We're changing that. This year, we're going to try and hit a goal. Well, because uh, COVID took a, a, you know, kind of a, a womp on some of the things we're doing, we'd hit a really good stride, and and. Uh, and we were very happy with these uh, numbers. So this year we said, "Yeah, yeah, things feels right. Let's let's set a number and see if we can do it." And in the past, we we hit a record number, like a national record number of yes. the largest uh, blood drive, which was over fourteen hundred units, right? In twenty nineteen, over fourteen hundred, largest ever. And then COVID hit, and so after that, we're like, "All right, we'll take whatever we can get." Right, and, and did pretty did respect and, and did solid. Yeah. And last year, we were right on the cusp. Of a thousand donations, we came a little shy with I think nine hundred fifty nine. It says so. This year, our goal is to break a thousand units of blood. No more cusping. One thousand uh, donations, I guess. I don't know if that's units or donations. How it's do we gallons? Yeah, it, no, it's pints dollars. of blood or units of blood. Yeah, yeah, okay. Every person donates one unless you do a power red, which is two. All right. So over a thousand is the goal. So we want to put that out there right now, and we want to challenge you, listeners of the show, who want to uh, to do something, you know, get a little bit of yourself uh, to come out and be a part of this. So it's going to be Friday, June 16th, and uh, two locations this year. We do like that two-location format. It just makes it more convenient uh, to have something closer to the city and closer to New Jersey and Delaware, yes, uh, so that it, uh, we can get more people. Because the bottom line is, is you know, people need blood in order to live. Absolutely, and it does work out. And it's it's a haul for you know, depending on where you are, it's going to be a haul whichever direction you're going in. So you have one near you, you're going to probably donate, and that ups the the proverbial ante, as they say. So we'll be at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks and Live Casino and Hotel in Philly. We will be broadcasting live from the Oaks location. And then I believe Pierre's going to be broadcasting live uh, from right after, yes. Live Casino. From Live Casino. So one-two punch, man. It's going to be awesome. And listen, Guy, this is one of, one of the things I wanted to ask you because when you immediately think of uh, blood donations uh, and people who need transfusions and things like that, you think of 
tragedies, accidents, uh, you know, big, horrible things that happen. But there's a lot more that goes uh, unnoticed by people of why we need units of blood, correct? Correct. You know, replacement for blood or blood products, so we rely on people to donate. Uh, cancer patients, probably the number one recipient of blood and blood products, so we're urging everybody to go out there. The schedule is live, so you can go right now on redcrossblood.org or, and just put in the search code WMMR. Um, we're looking for sign-ups, and we'll easily hit that 1,000 goal. So, uh, and we gave, uh, we made the announcement a little while back about staying within the realm, so you could donate at our blood drive, because you can't donate, like, every day. You gotta get, there has to be a, a period of time before you can donate again, so a lot of people were very glad to get that that uh, demarcation, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, listen, uh, you know, you know how generous the, the listeners are and, and people that, you know, whenever we have a charity of any kind, they step on up. And this one in particular resonates with a lot of people because when we're there broadcasting at the blood drive, whatever, you know, for whatever capacity, people come up and everyone has a story about somebody they know who was helped by getting units of blood when they needed it, when they were in the hospital or had an accident or cancer or whatever. So it hits viscerally with everyone. And, Guy, I had a question about uh, eligibility because I know you can check ahead of time to see if you're eligible. I highly recommend that yes. people do that. Is that through redcrossblood.org? Yeah, redcrossblood.org. You could check your eligibility. You could also uh, actually pre-register and do all of your questionnaires leading up to the blood drive, which make that process a lot quicker. Sometimes there's medication issues and things like that. And, and every now and then something pops up where... You thought you may not have qualified before, but now you actually do. I know that in the past, some travel restrictions have been, uh, you know, uh, time frames have been changed. And has anything come up in the past couple of years? Yeah, there's, we're constantly changing it. We follow guidance with the FDA. So you just either call 1-800-RED-CROSS or redcrossblood.org. If you were overseas, you might have been deferred in the past, but right. now you're not. So constant technology is changing and uh you know, please encourage everybody to sign up, and you could find out leading up to the blood drive. Awesome. Okay. Do you guys use volunteers, or uh, is it all just employees of the Red Cross? We have a lot of volunteers that work the registration as well as the canteen afterwards. Okay. The collection is all from our trained staff. Right, but you would take volunteer help if uh, people are willing to offer that. Absolutely. 90% of our workforce is volunteers, so we appreciate it. You could also get that at redcross.org. Now, right. Preston and I are not trained phlebotomists, but we'll step in now and that takes some blood. Yeah. We could train you. Yeah. We could train you. I do a taste test thing where I so go, good. Oh. yeah, yeah, mm. <laughs> A positive. Wow. Yeah. I'm, B I, positive. B positive. No. Uh, so also, of course, we have uh, some items that you're going to get for, you know, coming out and being part of the donation. Always tchotchkes. We have the reusable, the Preston and Steve reusable tote bag. Oh! Courtesy of Window Nation. For toting things. Totes wow. to go. Wow. Yeah, for sure. Totes my goats. And, uh, of course, the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt. Which I, uh, if it's the design that you came up with uh, last or a couple of weeks ago. I hope so. I hope so. We're still working on that. Yeah. We have a little bit of time because the event is not until Friday, June 16th, uh, but active uh, 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 reservations. Is that the right word? Yes. Appointments. Yeah, online scheduler is open, and please encourage everybody to sign up to make the donation. It's really an event more than a blood drive. It yeah. is. Yeah, definitely. And we broadcast live. You want to hang out and watch us through the show? That's, we're, we're happy We'd to love, have you. Love there. to see you there. Most definitely. Uh, anything else you want to mention while you're here, Guy? Just thanks very much. This is 18 years strong, this relationship and this partnership is amazing. And, you know, on behalf of the Red Cross, thank you. And thank you the donors out there. Encourage you to sign up so we can beat that thousand. Yeah, yep, right. we will. Right. Thank you. Let's hear it for Guy, guys. Guy Triano.
of the Red Cross. And uh, you can go to redcrossblood.org and get yourself signed up. Of course, you can go to WMMR.com and all the information is right there. And by the way, uh, Brent is going to be broadcasting from the uh, Oaks location as Excellent. well. So Brent Porsche will be showing up. So the entire uh, day. Yeah, it's fantastic. And Pierre live from uh, Live Casino. Uh, so we thank you. Thank you, guy. Take care, man. All right, he's headed out of here. Uh, we have a couple minutes to play with, I think, yeah, yeah. because uh, Michael Spinks should be here in about 15 minutes or so. You know, I wanted to see if there was anything, you know, some of my Rocky impressions. <laughs> yeah. uh, now that you're here, hey. yeah. uh, it's not... Uh... It's not that good. I know what you wanted to bring up earlier. It's the list we never got to, Preston, which was the uh, the uh, drink um, that is making yeah, its range. I, I want to have a little we, bit of breathing room? Yeah, we don't have... We've only got like five minutes, five, All ten right. minutes. So I, I want to hang on to that. But here's, uh, how about okay. what is love? No, not what is love. How about this? The fattest states. Uh-oh. The fattest states. Now, in, in actual miles across or the amount with the most corpulent people? This is corpulent people. All right. Uh, U.S. News and World Reports has crunched data on obesity in America and ranked states accordingly. The CDC estimates that roughly one in three adults in the U.S. qualifies as obese. Yeah. A third of us yeah. are over our um, uh, healthy weight. We're our, obese. <laughs> we're obese. We're not just east. We're over our beast. <laughs> uh, this is defined by having a body mass index of 30 or above. Uh, hundred pounds. Uh, the state. No, I don't know exactly what it means. No, I know, yeah, the body mass index yeah. makes sense. Um, yeah. so, um, okay. Well, we are we going to be shocked by this? We don't though, because if we're not any... involved. So, hey! no, nobody, wow. in the, nobody in the Delaware Valley is a part of. Amazing. This. In fact, wherever you find the most fried food is probably <laughs> where you're going to have the heaviest people. So, here are the ten states with the highest rates. I don't have. The full, you know, 50 listing. So I don't know where Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware ended up. As long as we're not in the top ten. Uh, number one is West, by God, Virginia. Number one, West yeah. Virginia. Uh, with a 40.7% obesity rate. So, um. Wow. Almost half. Not a lot to do. Sit around and eat fried food. Yeah. Beautiful so. scenery. Uh, then you have uh, Alabama. Alabama. As fried food. second. Yep. Third, Kentucky. Fried food. Kentucky. Fried, fried chicken. chicken. Uh-huh. Uh, fourth is Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oh. Fried chicken. Right. Oklahoma. Where the fried food flies in your face. <laughs> uh, sixth, fifth is Mississippi. Yeah. yeah this is kind of working up. Yeah. IP fried. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just made that up. I did. That was good. I like it. Amias IPP fried. Uh, number six is Arkansas. Arkansas. Uh, Another one. Uh, number seven is South Dakota. Would not have expected that. No. Number no. eight is Louisiana. Would have expected that. Lots of gumbo. Yeah. And New Orleans. Uh, yep. They likes to eat. Paul Prudhomme, who he passed, right? Didn't he? Has he passed? Who that? The, the Cajun so. chef, Paul Prudhomme? Let's just say yes. Okay. <laughs> I believe he did. <laughs> Where yes. did he go with? Yep. He was on. You know, he was uh, taking his spin class. The Cajun chef I liked better than Paul Prudhomme was uh, Justin Wilson. He, he was a, he was a full on Cajun. Like, yeah. oh, I don't that Ted that guarantee. <laughs> I like that. I used to love watching his show. Is Paul Prudhomme alive? Dead. Uh, Dead. Dead. Uh, he, he died in 2015. Yeah, look up Justin. Was it Justin Wilson? Wilson? Yeah. yeah. Justin oh, yeah, Wilson. he had the uh, the bolo tie, right? That would you call that? Yes. Kind of tie? Yeah, yeah that's a bolo tie. Like, uh, 
Colonel Sanders. Like, like Colonel Sanders. Sanders. But yeah. in that Colonel Sanders picture, it looks like it's his body. I know. So, yeah, yeah, these yeah. are not nipples. <laughs> you can't unsee yeah. it. Yeah. Big head. And it looks uh, like he has uh, he's a figure with a gigantic I've head on. i these sagging nipples. But uh, Justin, William, uh, Justin Wilson is also dead. Dead! Preston, one of our favorite Cajun chefs are dead. No. Coincidence? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. He was in the Congress for a little while. Wow. What? Louisiana Congress, yeah. That's right. That was his campaign slogan. <laughs> it's he promises to put a get bow in every black guy. <laughs> what was his name again? Progress? Progress. Reginald. <laughs> uh, he, 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 he campaigned on a uh, um, um, the jib, jib, jib. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> He was pro Gaba. You know what really doesn't help with all of this stuff are these these TikTok slash Instagram real um, easy recipes that are none of them are like really healthy. You know the the latest one is this uh, potato pizza. You guys see this one? Well, there's no. a, there's a ton yeah. of them. There, there's yeah. the um, uh, we just talked about the um, the fruit roll fruit roll up thingy. Uh, yeah. uh, one that I okay, I hear he'd go down this route. I think did I mention this to you, Kathy? Where you take the you buy the. Um, didn't mean to do this, but the chocolate chip roll that you'll get in a supermarket that's oh, yeah. made by Nestle's, you know, mm-hmm. it's pre-done. You put that in a waffle iron. Yeah. And uh, you put chocolate syrup on it. It's supposed to be a thousand calories. Less. Less. Uh, Wait, okay. what? Less? <laughs> no, 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 he's joking. No, it's just like this it's way super to... super high in protein. And it's, it's basically like Ozempic. We could try that very easily. Yes. Uh, anybody have a waffle iron? I used to. <sighs> what happened to it? <laughs> broke. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, did me a lot of waffles, I guess, and it broke. Uh, we could yeah, try that. Bro. We could try that out easily. Remind me, and we'll do that Friday for connoisseur. Okay. Oh. Yeah, we'll do that for sure. We used to make waffles on Fridays in kindergarten. It's going to be like Really? That. Yeah. Okay. Like Our, waffle Fridays I, in I, kindergarten? Mrs. Wiley used to bring in her waffle maker on Aww. Fridays, and we would make waffles. We had fondue every Friday in auto shop. Fondue Friday in auto shop. It was crazy. Yeah, you'd eat it right in the carburetor. You guys would heat that up. <laughs> it was yeah. I threw away all cooking things in my kitchen because I never used them. Yeah, the gadgets, like, things like, like that. Everything. You don't need them anyway. <laughs> Kathy, Toss looking it. into you the don't ca- need them. Hello. Yeah. Remember, I had the quesadilla maker. That thing was great, but it just sat there. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You never you ended use up using it. Used it to dry houses. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so anyhow, those, those are the fattest uh, states. Now, I wanted to mention this. And I did not see this, but guys, uh, catch the video of the guy falling into the bullpen at the uh, uh, yes, yes, at the Phil's game. I, mean, I didn't see. I never saw foot on all. I didn't race, either. But I was watching the game, and they stopped the game entirely. It was really bizarre watching Jose Alvarado run out of the bullpen onto the field. I saw the uh, Red Sox bullpen guys were like calling for uh, the paddles to come out. Yes, yeah. Oh, it was yeah. scary. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So apparently, my my sister was at the game. No and, kidding. Uh, yeah, and what uh, with her husband, and she uh, she said that uh, one of the pitchers threw a ball yes. to a fan. Yeah. yeah, they didn't catch it, and it ended up in the flower beds. And then when they reached over to get it out of the flower beds, he tumbled. Yeah, yeah so about um, fifteen feet. Yeah, uh, landed probably. on his head. Yeah. And, oh, oh, no. I'm honestly yeah. kind of surprised this hasn't happened before because. Leaning over those bullpens, you can look into, it's the, usually the visitor's bullpen. It is the visitor's bullpen that's closest to yeah. uh, Ashburn Alley. And, uh, you know, people will lean over and raz the opposing pitchers and stuff like that. And the ballpark's been open since 2004. So um, mm. the fact that this is the first time that this has happened. What is the status of the guy? Because in the, in the footage that I'd seen when it happened, he was he seemed to be awake. 
Yeah, yeah they said he, they said he was conscious when they took him off the field. I, I yeah. did not see a follow up in the story that I read. Steve. You know what makes me? They nervous, took him so? to Jefferson. Know that? Okay. Is so my tickets for the Sixers game. It's in the upper level, but it's the front row of the upper level. Right. And so when they come out and do the t-shirt cannons, yeah, like I have a fear of yeah. me trying to catch a t-shirt and tumbling over and yes. falling off of that thing because yeah. it, it is very very possible. I it, agree. It, it happens more than you would think. And there was that story about the woman I think who went to the park with the express. Reason for the express reason of jumping off wow. and killing herself. Yeah, that apparently it happened at a fish concert in San Francisco. Yeah, it was like two different things. One guy fell; uh, he just right. fell, fell over, and then another dude just like swan dived. <laughs> swan dove, divved. Swan, swan dived. Divin. <laughs> I think has or have divin. <laughs> that Kath? I think both work. Ask Nick. Okay, dived and dove. Dived and divin. Dived and yeah, dove. Both, both acceptable. So, uh, the apparently, let me see here. Um, it says later in the game, a Phillies employee was cleaning blood off of the concrete <gasps> in the area yeah. where the fan uh, fell. The way, the way that the Red Sox pitchers reacted really was terrifying. I mean, I, I, at first I thought it was a, a player that was down. I was thinking about DeMar Hamlin, you know, collapsing right. on the, in the game and, and having a heart attack or whatever. And the way that they were asking for the, um, the uh, what do you call them, the EKG paddles or... Um, yeah. Yeah, to, oh, to, the defibrillator. Defibrillator, thank you, yeah, to to come out. It, it seemed to me like somebody was either dying or dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then to, uh, Tom McCarthy and John Cruck were in the broadcast booth, and those guys were had to sort of describe what was going on without really knowing what was going on because there was no camera footage of it's it. It's alarming. Years ago, Preston, I was at a, a Friendly's, and and they had to bring out the fribrillator. Um, oh, the, yeah. the actual yeah, fribble, yeah, not yeah. the defibrillator? Yeah, it actually but makes you a fribble, a fribble right at the table. A fribble yeah. in a- I need a- Milkshake! Milkshake, stat! They're pretty similar to blizzards, right? Fribbles? Yeah. Uh, the McFlurry, the Fribble. Oh, a Fribble yeah. is a thing? I didn't know. Yeah, the, yeah. Fribble, the Fribble is the shake at Friendly. Yeah, Steve's not I, making I, this I didn't, up. Yeah. I didn't go to Friendly's. This much. is totally rooted in <laughs> fact. My sister had a bird named Fribble once. All right. Yeah. <laughs> is that a fun fact? It was, uh... Well, let's just end Casey the President Steve Show. Reveal today that is... Who was it? Sister had a bird named Fribble. Yeah, it was a uh, cockatiel. It was a cockatiel. And much more genteel than a cockatoo. Let me tell. Let me. See. All right. So Fribble, the way she didn't name it after the friendlies thing. No, she named it after the great explorer. It was two words that she put together for the name. Frib and bull. <laughs> Fred and Bibble. Bibble. Oh, no. Where did the Bibble come from? Bibble. <laughs> uh, you're. Yeah, you're, you're you're way off. Okay, is it <laughs> fribbed? Know? Is it fribbed to the first B and bull? It's it's fri. Okay, hold on. All right. Yeah. And what would frib be? Fri- wait, wait, wait. You know what? No, no, no. It, well, I what guess it could be fr- fr- it could be fri and then bull, or it could be fr and then ibble. What two names do do you vulcanize to get this? I so Fred maybe. No. Frank. No. All right. So here's another hint. Neither Roger. Of, neither of the two names are actual names. Well, oh, just, then, then we can, we'll never figure. You'll never get it. You'll never get friendly nibble. No. Oh, okay. I thought. I thought it would. Okay. I thought no, there were names no, put together. No. Which, okay. by the no. way, friendly if nibble. If you've ever been bitten by a uh, cockatiel, those bites are not friendly. No, no, they're not. No, they hurt. I agree. Yeah. The owner of the guy who created uh, Friendlies, uh, the, he did that because he'd been injured severely by a cockatiel. <sighs> so we're talking about the guy that fell, right? Yes. yes. We're talking about fribbles we were. now. All right. And now we're talking about fribbles and birds. <laughs> 
Uh, and uh, yes, so anyhow, so I, status. I do, we don't know, I do not know. I don't but know again, the status. I don't know who he was. I don't know the status of him either. He, he was alert when he was taken off the field. Yes. You know, a lot of times the railings at these various stadiums and, and arenas uh, are uh, precariously low. Not no. that one though. Yeah, that one. It's pretty high, and it's it takes effort to go over it. Yeah, it's like a tie, right? You no, know, co- it's yeah. Well, they got to keep yeah. them lower for line of sight when people are seated, correct? Yeah, but there's no seats there. Like, oh, so right. you, you might be in the the um, bleachers or whatever you call it, the rooftop right. bleachers. All right, uh, but Casey, I'm I'm worried on the second level of the Wells Fargo Center because those are actually pretty low. Mm-hmm. I would say they're like yeah. low, and then yeah, also yeah, yeah. it's just a glass partition, so right. you're you're at about shin high, yeah. shin to knee high where the concrete ends. And then the the glass goes up just a little bit. By the way, Shintani High is a great school in Tokyo. <laughs> Somebody wanted to know if uh, Fribble was a Cosby character, or maybe on Fat Out. Theo, <laughs> get Fribble. Fribble Zibble. And by the way, uh, if you recall, press when Citizens Bank Park was built first, uh, they had the the Phillies pitchers yes. bullpen. Yeah. Up top, and then they were like, "Maybe we don't put those yeah. guys yeah. closer to the stands, uh-huh. to the fans." Yeah, exactly. It was a better idea. Interesting. Uh, so, anyhow, yeah, I was. I, I had mm. noticed that. Well, no, I didn't notice any. Oh, didn't notice you said it. He didn't want to say it. Didn't think he was gonna say it. I was saving. But he said it. <laughs> the noticer is here. I wanted to save him for later. We wanted to save him for later. Do I have time for another? All right, we're going to leave the notice. Or do we need, we need to take a break? All right, here we go. Well, hopefully we find out if this dude was all right. Yeah, we'll do a little uh, investigating. I hope so. All right, yeah, we are going to break because uh, we're going to have uh, former heavyweight champion Mr. Michael Spinks here in our studio. Yes, quite an uh, honor. For the Golden Gloves National Championships tournament that is taking place as we speak at Harrah's uh, in Philadelphia. So stay put. We'll be back in a moment. In MMR's early days, we used carrier pigeons for requests, but some people got mad at us. So now we have the text line at 39333. It's faster, better, and there's less poop. So text us anytime at 39333. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Winning Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled. Buy real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. 
Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next uh, two guests are here to talk about a little bit of boxing happening in our area. The Golden Gloves National Championship Tournament is taking place starting today, by the way. And will be at Harris, Philadelphia. Runs through Saturdays. There's a lot of great boxing that's going to be taking place. Starts 5 o'clock each day, according to my little info sheet here. Uh, We would first and foremost like to welcome... Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Michael Spink to our show. Good morning to see you, Michael. Nice to see you, too. Thanks for being here. And also, we have the president of the Golden Gloves of America, Mr. Bob Russo. Thanks for being here, Bob. So, um, the event gets underway tonight, right? As I said, I'm not wrong about that. Right. How many fights each day are going to be taking place? Oh, God, there's 25, 30 bouts in three rings. We got about 360 boxes here from every state in the union. Wow. This is the launching pad of all the greats like Michael Spinks and Mike Tyson and Joe Lewis and Sugar Ray Leonard. All of them. And, and Michael, you were a Golden Gloves boxer as well, right? Yes, I was. Twice, okay. twice champ, were you not? Yeah, twice champ. Yeah, yeah. So how, how old would you have been uh, when you were in Golden Gloves? How old would I have been? Yeah. yeah. Around that. <laughs> you in your 20s? <laughs> he doesn't want teens? to think about it. <laughs> I was in my teens. Yeah. Okay. You're a young man. Wow. So is that, for, for those who don't know about uh, Golden Gloves boxing, where does that rank uh, or as far as, uh, because... I, I don't know all the different uh, boxing um, uh, <clears throat> organizations or groups, you know, so where are the gloves Well, it's amateur boxing, but, it, you know, Golden Gloves is the best brand in boxing. Everybody knows what Golden Gloves is, and, uh, you know, this is our 100th year anniversary, too, uh, this year. It's been the most revered, and as you said, it's a stepping stone. You, you're you're immediately is. considered a serious um, uh, participant in the sport if you go through the Golden Gloves route. And, and I mean... Uh, so, how long have you been involved with the organization? Me? Yeah, you. Well, <laughs> since he was in the teens. No, yes. uh, no you. Oh, me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've, I've been uh, since I was eight years old. Okay. Oh, wow. And you were a boxer as well, I assume, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. And so, did you make it to professional boxing after nope. that? No, I got an eye uh, an eye disease, and that stopped that. But uh, you okay. know, I have a gym. I own a gym myself for thirty one years. Okay, actually, I have four of my own fighters that are uh, in this tournament. Too. Okay, nice. Yeah. You got? How do you like your chances? I think they're good. Nice. We, we do real well. Uh, Michael, you had uh, you were Golden Gloves, and then you went into Olympic boxing. Was that at the same time? It was not at the same time, but okay. Right after, actually. Right afterwards? Yeah. Yes. And that was uh, 76 you competed? Yes. Gold medal winner? Yes. Gold medal winner. Wow. <laughs> That's huge. That's right. What did your parents <laughs> think about that when you brought home a gold medal? <laughs> my mother was, well, my, they invited my mother to the to the fight. Oh, oh yeah? they did? Yeah, well, that's yeah. a smart move, they right? They flew out there from St. Louis. They flew out to, uh, what's the, well, our... Uh, you guys were in Montreal. 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 Yeah, that's right, <laughs> Uh, yeah. With with that, what was it? Uh, were your parents supportive uh, in your boxing, or was your mom a little bit scared of what you were doing? No, my my mother was supportive. Yeah, yes. I mean, because it's a you know, it's a tough sport. Obviously, no, it's pretty mm-hmm. tough. It's pretty tough. It's pretty. Yeah. T- listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> the toughest thing out there. Yeah. yeah. As he he was telling us last night, his mother was like constantly praying. Yeah. Right. You know, she yeah. was constantly well, you know in uh, prayer. Yeah. You know. For, it, it's funny you bring that up because years ago I used I, I love boxing. My father boxed in, in college, and we had the weight bag and everything. And I I thought, wow, I'd like to make a run at the golden gloves and, and do all that and. And, uh, in fact, uh, Jerry Cooney, who was going to uh, be here as well today, 
Um, uh, you know, all of that was sort of an inspiration. And then uh, my mother said, no, you're not doing that. <laughs> to put the yeah. kibosh on it. Most so, moms don't like it. Yeah, they, yeah. Don't, they don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> so when you, after you had a run of success, well, you, 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 you took a break from boxing for a little bit, right? I think you went back to your old job in St. Louis. Yeah. Is that how it went? And then what got you back into boxing? Well, I, I was always boxing. Yeah. I was always boxing. And, uh, I went I went and got my old job back, but they uh they just gave me a check gave me the check that I missed. Mm-hmm. Ah, <laughs> there you go. But you always trained the entire time when you were when you went back to your job, you, you continued to train? Yeah, I continue to train. Okay. Yeah, because I mean it's you can't take that much time off and expect to get your legs back immediately and to be able to compete at the level that you, you were competing I, at. Well, I, I didn't know I, I didn't I wasn't I was kinda of confused about turning pro. Mm. After the Olympics, it, it, it wasn't as clear. Yeah, there's a lot. Obviously, movies like Rocky and and over the course of we've seen many great boxing movies, but a lot of people got interested and, and became more aware of the of the the mechanism to become a professional boxer. Um, so you, but you you were a champion two separate weight classes. Um, and and um, and we were thinking about we've been talking about this recently. We had a, a few chance uh, chances to have boxing conversations here on the show, but. Um, don't you don't see a lot of the heavyweights anymore, and yet now they're seeming to come back. Are are you noticing? Because uh, that really used to be the money shot in you know for, for years. It was the heavyweight boxing matches, and and is is that what you're seeing as as well, Bob? The, the- yeah, I mean, you know, boxing has changed over the years, and of course, all the split titles and stuff, and. You know, like Michael Spinks and his team, the greatest uh, Olympic team ever in 1976 with Sugar Ray Leonard and his brother, Leon. Yes. Which was historic. Two guys winning the gold medal. Um, And then two guys winning the World Heavyweight Championship. You know, it was different because you watch the fighters progress through the Olympics on TV, Why World of Sports. And then as a pro, you saw all their pro fights. Now it's hard to get pay-per-view, you know, and all that. And you don't really see them as much. It is coming back more on TV. There's a lot of, you know, streaming and, yeah. and, and all that that you can see fights to zone and all that. So it's coming back. And that helps. I think we really lost the generation of fans with the the uh, uh, MMA. Yes. Because we went off TV and they went on TV. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they actually have the, the grassroots uh program with wrestling that they've run in school mm-hmm. in the european countries they have boxing in school so no everyone, kidding yeah so everyone's got a background so it's a natural thing you know, I, not, I, not so much in the united states we've talked about this countless times uh you know michael and, and i mean the, the events and you were a part of a number of them where i mean it seemed like the world stopped to watch these pay-per-view mm-hmm. events and i remember talking about uh, how uh, there would be movie theaters would carry them in what they would call close circuit mm-hmm. and it was i mean the level of of um, fandom that you had, Michael, uh, you know, and and obviously you're you're still revered. But w- do you look back at that and say, can you even comprehend or remember just how massive it was? The, the focus on you and those particular legendary bouts that you had. <laughs> Not really. Really? Does it seem like almost like a, like a dream? You know, because it's say that you can say that. Yeah. yeah. Were you? Would you think you were you were mentally able? I mean, because it's nothing like. No matter how popular things get these days, they're not as focused as they were then. It was just the nature of the beast. Do you think you were prepared mm-hmm. mentally to for what came at you in, in, in that way, from that side, from the the fans and all that stuff at, at your age? Yeah, I think I was. You were, yeah? You were able to keep an even head? Yeah. 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 
By the way, the fights uh, I had mentioned start at 5 p.m. Uh, each day, and uh, tickets are available at goldenglovesusa.org. So it starts today and it goes uh, through Saturday. Uh, Michael, your record was uh, 31 and 1, 21 wins by KO. Uh, the only loss, professional loss you took, was against uh, Mike Tyson. And I remember that night vividly <clears throat> because uh, I grew up in St. Louis. And we had a uh, we had a party that night uh, to watch uh, the the fight, and we were all pulling because you're St. Louis. And uh, two of my really good friends, we were, there was a there was a wait that happened at the beginning of the fight. Neither one of you guys wanted to come out of your dressing room. I'll never forget this. And so we had to wait and wait and wait. And my friends realized, wait, we need more beer before the fight starts. <laughs> so they ran to go get some beer. And when they came back, they were like, has it started yet? And I said, it's, it's over. over. <laughs> it ended in the, it was a first round knockout, not to bring up a negative or anything like that. But we, but they didn't believe us. They were like, oh, stop lying, man. We just, we just got the beer. We just got here. We're like, no, it's over. The fight ended right then and there. And that was a, that was a crazy moment. And that's when, that's when Mike was knocking people out in the first round. Yeah. It, it happened several times, but. Um, but do you remember that that wait beforehand, uh, like you guys refusing to come out of your dressing room? Yes. <laughs> and why did you not want to come out of your dressing room? I don't know. I think uh, my, my promoter just was uh, stalling the fight. Yeah, right. just psychologically. Okay. Yeah. Right. You know, it's yeah. funny because because Mike uh, Mike Tyson. Um, obviously, people talk about his 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 gamesmanship and his technique in the ring. But I was watching a number of your fights last night, and commentators were all commentating commenting on the fact that you. Um, your style, Michael, was was hard for your opponent to peg. You were doing unconventional things, uh, you know, all the time. And and um, was that something you cultivated, or was that just instinctively the way you fought? That was distinctively the way I fought. Oh, re- okay. oh really? Yeah, because <laughs> just came one right after another, Preston. Every they talk like I they couldn't get a beat on you in the ring. You could certainly beat the crap out of them, but they yeah. they were having difficulty. Yeah. So, so uh, with with that, I mean, when you're doing that, and and you're 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 going along with your style, and you come up against somebody like Tyson, who they said also had the same kind of hard to peg attribute. Do you, do you remember in that short run what that was like for you? I mean, I assume you have to try to get a, a lock on the opponent immediately. It's got to be hard, right? Yes, you're yeah. right. And 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 so, what 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 would you say now at this point if you were to assess, you know, Mike Tyson in in his in his boxing career, you know, where, where, would you place him amongst the, the the best of the best, or where where do you put him? Well, he he was he was pretty much the best of the best because he was pretty strong. Well, when you you fought Larry Holmes as well, and, and again another and and very successfully, um, and he was considered very strong. And you had actually moved up a weight class, right, to to take him on. Yeah, yeah. And and when you do that, I assume you have to pack on. You're not packing on fat. You're packing on muscle. Yeah. What what was that like? It was all right. I had a a good trainer out, out of New Orleans that that helped me out. Helped me gain the weight. Did you have one trainer for for a number of years? Well, I had I had Eddie Futch. Okay. He was my trainer, but I had a a, a, a nutrition. The nutrition, okay, yeah. This before we a lot of the there was right. a, attention on a lot of that stuff. Yep, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Bob, as far as uh, Golden Gloves and, and coming out and seeing these amateurs, um, this is a good opportunity to see 
our future uh, professional guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, again, it's the launching pad of all these great fighters. Everyone uh, has the golden gloves in their resume if you're a world champ, really. Any a couple uh, names you want to throw out there of, of people that we might see in the um, future? That, you, that, know, not that... re- you know, not really because, you know, the COVID thing kind of changed things around. So right. there's a lot of kind of new faces. But they, that's what you'll see at the end of the week. These, you know, at the end of the week on Saturday... These are the stars that will go forward, you know. And this is an Olympic trial, by the way. I love this, but um, Steve, I don't know about you, but I can watch anybody box. Yes, I don't need yeah. to see. I don't need to see big names box because I just like I, I like the science of 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 um, um, pugilistic. Yeah, the, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, the people that are fighting and, and the uh, the chess game that it is. And it is, and that's a lot of times we, you know, and 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 Michael, I, I know throughout years of boxing. People will, oh, they're just two guys going at it. They don't realize the strategy from moment to moment and how complex the game is. Do you find people eventually, if they watch enough boxing, begin to appreciate that? Yeah. 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 It's 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 a, it, it gives you a great appreciation. Physical what? chess, yeah. You can see it in person. It's happening now. And we actually have some tickets to give away. Uh, yeah. And by the way, this is sponsored by United Association of Sprinkler Fitters six six nine and six nine two. So if you're a fan of sprinklers, this absolutely. is the, the event is it's for a, you. It's a double event. No, but I've got a couple of pairs of tickets to give away, and we'll take uh, we'll take callers ten and eleven at two one five two six three WMMR, and you will be able to go. And it is like I said. Uh, taking place this week. Tonight is the first night at Harris Casino, right in Chester, very yep. close by, and uh, it goes through Saturday. So you can get those tickets um, through... Uh, wait, I just said it a moment ago. Uh, you PAGoldenGloves.com. Thank you, PAGoldenGloves.com. But we'll take those callers right now, 10 and 11, 215-263-WMMR, and we will set you up. Gentlemen, best of luck with the event. Thank yep. you. Thanks for coming by this morning. Uh, we appreciate it. pleasure. Thank you. All right, Bob Russo Yay! and Michael... Thanks on the show. All right. All right, thank you guys. And while they are headed to where they are headed going to next, I had a couple things I did want to mention. Number one, we have uh, another opportunity to win MMR's concert cash. That will be at 10, and we don't want you to miss that because it's our second stop on five through the day. We have ample chances for you to win, but you need to make sure that you take advantage of it each and every time. So that'll be at 10 o'clock. We'll get the next letter. I did... Have a couple of quick uh, shout outs, and I meant to get to these I got it. on today because they did uh, request him specifically for these days. Uh, I got this for, uh, it says Dorton. 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 It's actually from Sean. He says, My good pal Billy listens every day from Portland or, uh, oh, Port- oh, no. Portland, Oregon. <laughs> or, because it was, it was capitalized. capitalized. Or, gone. It could be. Casey, it could be Portland me. Yeah. Yeah. Portland me or gone. Oh, wait. This is one of the greatest ones, I think. Or. Or. He really emphasized that. Uh, it's capitalized. It's capitalized. I thought they were okay. Or. Casey, you were out of the studio for a, a new riff on New Jersey that was actually good, too. Oh, mm. what did I miss? I, I forgot what I said. Good morning to you. Where's another Portland besides Maine, too? Portland, uh, uh, Oregon? Yeah. Oregon? No, besides Portland, Oregon, Oregon. isn't there Maine. another Portland? Maine. Po- yeah. Is there Portland, Washington, yeah. too? I don't think so. There's a Portland, Hawaii? Yeah. There's there's a, Port- I think there's a Portland in every state. In every state. Every state yeah. has a Portland. There's yeah. a Port Richmond. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Or. Uh, or my good pal Billy listens every day from Portland, or- Oregon. Oregon. Oh. 
Billy. Whether live streaming or podcasting, uh, later per his time zone, he is a daily listener and has been since the time he lived in Philadelphia several years ago. Uh, he's one of the best baristas I know. Oh, that's uh, someone who deals with coffee. And he even has a pop-up coffee business called More Coffee that op- operates uh, from a Volkswagen bus complete with an espresso machine and other coffee equipment. His birthday mm-hmm. is May 8th, and I'm sure some sort of elaborate chart out would really make his day or just butchering the email alone. <laughs> uh, thanks. And Ray John cheers. That is from uh, Sean Lally. So there you go. There's a Portland PA. What? Is there? Yeah. There's a Portland in every state. Up near um, Southampton. Okay. Uh, this one is Ford says, can I get a shout out for my niece, McKenna? Uh, wow. How do you say this last name? Oregon. <laughs> no. H-E-R-L-I-H-Y. Hurley? Hurley. Yes. Yeah. Guess, yeah. Uh, she turns the big 2-1 May the 7th. Nice. And he says, I'm so proud of her. She is who I want to be if I ever grow up. Uh, reasons? She's earned her black belt in karate or taekwondo. One of those, hell, I don't know, he says. <laughs> uh, she has earned several awards for marksmanship in both distance and accuracy with both rifles and pistols. She hunts, fishes, and bowls. Wow. In high school, she swam, played lacrosse, and field hockey. She graduated from high school June 2020, also known as... As the first class of COVID, she had no prom, no signatures in her yearbook, and no actual graduation. Did he specify it was his full contact bowling? She's ridiculously funny, super smart, and absolutely beautiful. She is now going to school to become a dentist or orthodontist. One of those, hell, I don't know. <laughs> and also, number eight on this says she recently met Dr. Mike. Hey! Uh, she is my absolute most favorite niece. She likes to point out that she is also my only niece, whatever. Uh, and he says, P.S., uh, her dad, Joe Hurley, did your 2019 Stop Smoking Hypnosis with Dr. Rosenpenis and still is smoke-free. Right. And that is from Felicia Catalano. So here's a shout-out for McKenna, and happy birthday. That name is from you, Felicia Catalano. Uh, and here's another one that says, hey, President, it's been exactly one year since my wife Robin rang her end-of-treatment bell for cancer. We're both huge fans and listen every day. Could you please give her a shout out to celebrate this occasion? Thank you. And that is from Michael Wright. Awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations. That is wonderful news. And then this one, I just wrote a note here. It says great shark. Oh, no, it says great shark. It says goat shark. (laughs) That says goat? Yeah. No, it does. All right. And it says uh, sup roast beef. (laughs) Uh, This is from uh, Jessica McIlvain, by the way. Oh. Uh, and says, once again, I am asking for your best, most ripping goat chart. We are racing once again this year, oh. Sunday, at the Sly Fox Brewery Bach Fest. Yeah. yeah. Bach. Yeah. Yeah. And so the name of the goat is Bo Duke. It says, Bo Duke was a fan favorite last year. He's lean and mean and ready to smoke the competition. A shout out from the MMR crew would definitely <laughs> Pump him up. Thanks, Presbo. All my love, Jessica McElvain. Uh, and I think this was this this past weekend, so I don't know how Bo ended so up. So good luck to you so, in the past. Yeah, so there you go. There's your shark. Uh, and then another one. Good morning. Want to reach out and get a shark out for my little girl, Josephine. Uh, Josie is turning one. Oh, I love that name. On Friday, May 5th. Josie? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I would have loved to have named one of my kids Josie. You can still do it. From the Steely Dan song? Steely Dan song, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband and our extended families are huge fans of the show. My daughter and I also listen to Preston Steve every morning 
on her way to her poppy's house before going into work. Wait, uh, this is a Josie that just turned one? Yeah. yeah. And what are the parents' names? Uh, I don't know. Black oh. Cow and uh, Pretzel Logic. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bodhisattva yeah. and uh, Peg. I, I just The only reason I ask is that I was a birthday for a one-year-old whose name is Josie, and uh, this was last weekend, and I, I was wondering if they were the ones that sent you the email, but I don't think Is it uh, Morgan Dermer, the OR surgery schedule coordinator at Temple University Hospital? Nope, it's Alex and Joey. Okay. All right, so anyhow, uh, goes on to say that uh, she also re-listens to the podcast daily with her dad oh. while he cooks and does work around the house, so please give a big shout-out to Josie Bean. I'll give it another oh. one. For birthday. Saying Josie Bean. Yeah. I wonder if Bean is a nickname or if Bean is actually the middle name. Or, yeah, I guess you could do that. That's cute. Yeah. yeah. Bean is a little, you know, yeah. your little bean. Like peanut. Yeah. Little peanut. Like that. Your little butt plug. Pe- what? Oh, my God, you wouldn't do that. No. no. I do like Peanut as a nickname. Yeah, as my brother Josh was Peanut for my dad. That's my wife is Peanut. Yeah, super yeah. Cute. her mom. It's adorable. My if, dad uh, used to call me Dickhead. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, it's adorable. Yeah, I'm a little dickhead. If men were in charge, would there be birthday parties for one-year-olds? No. Yes. There would? Yeah. I don't wow. think there would. It's, yeah, it's a drinking thing. It is a drinking thing. You can't thing. let a one-year-old drink. We had a, we had a one-year birthday party for Parker, and I got ripped at that. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. How'd that go over? <coughs> oh, I don't think Rochelle probably. She was drinking back then too, All so right. maybe we both got hammered. I so don't know. It's a party for the the parents yes, to get together. You, you bring a couple of tchotchkes for you, the kid. You, well, even the tchotchkes, the kid's not really. I mean, they're yeah. one year old. They, no. they, the only thing they get is the messy cake picture. Yeah, yes. and that's the one thing that that is uh, really for the kid. That, I, I, I do find those adorable. Yeah, there's yeah. also a tradition that I don't know if you guys did this for your one year olds, but you put three things in front of them. Uh, it's a pencil, a dollar, and there's one other thing, and whatever they go for, that's like, huh. you know, it's a premonition as to, like, what they're going to do, you know, oh, if I they go for the pencil, that. it'll be, like you know, that. a scholar. And a <laughs> hair crimper. A hair crimper, they're going to be a hairstylist. Uh, no, I've never I heard of that. That's on the, the first birthday? The first birthday, oh, yeah. I never saw that. No, I've never seen that. I, I, I know the Spartans used to put, like, the young kids out and uh, have them fight their way back to the village. Yeah. Right. At one year old. <laughs> uh, that's kind of a cute idea, I guess. You know, if uh, yeah, I don't remember what any of my kids went for, and uh, oh, you and guys did it, yeah. Okay, I, yeah, I, I, just, didn't know I, that. I just can't remember what the third one. I'm sure really there are three items that they and and whatever they gravitate towards is sort of a fun peek at what they might become in life. So, right. so Casey and Avery went for a pencil, and yeah, Seamus grabbed a, a, a <laughs> game cra- yeah, game controller, game controller, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, anyhow, I thought I would pass along those shout-outs and so on. So I tell you what, let's take a break, and we'll come back in a second, and we will do B-Filed. Yeah! Uh, we have another chance for you to win $1,000 in MMRBQ tickets as well. So those things are on the way. Stay with us. Back in a moment. Finally, MMRBQ 2023, starring... Shine Down. Billy Idol. Saturday, September 16th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Plus special guests, A. Ron Jones, Larkin Poe, Dirty Honey, Finger 11. MMR's local shots opener, Vixen 77. And the return of the Preston and Steve side stage with you fronting live band karaoke. 
tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. Lawn tickets start at just 25 bucks. Complete details at WMMR.com. From 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Yeah, I did mention uh, the Hooters. They, um, uh, they had a listening party for their new album uh, over the weekend and was... Um, uh, delighted to be invited to that event and went and uh, Pierre was there and Debella and uh, Matt Cord and uh, Ray Coob and uh, awesome. Greg Porce, a whole bunch of us. We had a really, really good time. The new album is a lot of fun and, and gone back to a lot of reggae. I like that. Which is awesome. Yeah. And this really cool thing. So uh, Dave was sickening because uh, uh, me and my buddy Jim showed up kind of early and so there weren't that many people. So Dave's like, yeah, let me, let me go show you around the studio and everything. And we went in and... Uh, he was showing me his current drum because Dave's I'm a drummer. Dave's a drummer, so we drummers get together. We start geeking out about equipment and right. favorite drummers and stuff like that. So uh, he was telling me about these new kits that he's bought, and he was showing me this one. And while I was behind his drum kit, um, I saw this uh, drum sitting up on a uh, a stand, and it's a uh, do you know what a timbale is? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, so it looked like a timbale. And I go, I go. It's a Mexican sandwich, Greg. No, it's not. Oh. That's a tamale. Well, okay. not a tamale, but it's an empanada. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're thinking of. But anyway, um, so it, it it was all beat up and everything. And I'm like, I go, how long have you been singing? He goes, 1980. Wow. And I and it was sitting there actively ready to play. I go, is this the one on All You Zombies? He's like, that's the very no one. Wow. I'm like, dude, that's that so is cool. that is so cool. And then he gave me a pair of sticks, and we started, you know, beating on it and playing on it a little. I'm like. Something about you know that the one that the instrument that was used that yeah. re- that was recorded on for that song. Oh yeah, whatever song that may be in history, or something super duper special about that. I yes, I, I thought I that was so cool because you know for whatever you perceive, there's that that energy in it. You yeah. know that was there. It was very cool. Yeah. I love those guys. I love that band. Um, Preston, when you listen to all you zombies, can you hear that particular instrument? Oh yeah. Okay, very clearly. So I, I don't know what a tamale is, um, but uh, now I want to listen to it and listen to it differently. I I listen to time after time very differently now because you got to ask Rob that question and uh, it, it was really interesting for me to hear a song differently because of you. Oh, cool! And I, and I appreciate that. Oh, no problem. I I had uh, I actually when I was talking to Rob. I I wanted to bring up uh, uh, time after time again, but I've I've brought up too many times to him because I just love that song. You bring and I, up time after time, time <laughs> after time. It's such a great song. It's a great song. It's a, it's, I consider it to be a classic. It is. I mean, you just, you know, you you can't, uh, you can't get, I mean, you hear it in movies and all kinds of stuff. So, um, all right. So are we going to listen to this? Yes. This is our listening party. I I don't know what a tamale sounds like. Um, cold today, hot tamale. Yeah. So I I think it'll be a second we'll get to that. Probably after the first verse or something, they start playing on it. Hang on. Let me see Right here, it just hits the symbol here. No, all right, it's coming up. It's very good. All right, so we uh, we'll have to do this off air at some point. Uh, but also, I found out Rob has this huge collection of uh, B three organs. Uh, he has sixteen of them. He told me, "Wow, wow. And those things are huge." So, how many separate studios in their complex for recording? Uh they have one main room, but I'm sure there are other rooms that you can uh, record in as well. But I'm not really sure. But one one of the B3s was one that uh, John Lennon played on and Jeez. used to be in his uh, studios in New York, the studios that he, that he would normally record at. And he said it's got, like, cigarette burns on it. From John Lennon? From where John would set his cigarettes down. Yeah, so. Hopefully one day Preston will cool. get to see this. Hang on. Maybe there's a... No, nah, there won't be a... No. <laughs> right there, there might have been a fill on the timbala. Were you wrong, weren't you? 
I was. I'm sorry, John. I'll try not to. I'll try not to be wrong about that anymore. All right, hang on. I just turned it off. Oh my god. Never mind. Would you do that? It's time to move on. Um, I need you to stop talking and listen. I need yeah. you to stop talking and listen to me. John Lennon is our boss. That's right. All right. Well, anyhow, it was a great event. We had a great time. and uh, Fun was had by all. Fun was had by all. Pierre will, I'm sure, talk about that later on. All right. We can now do the Bizarre File. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. I brought to you this thing by... Sequoia Outback, and you can make your decker outside space a source of comfort and pride. Shop the Memorial Day sale at Sequoia Outback, Route 309 in Hatfield, or at decksupplies.com. In Australia, a great-grandmother has been hit with a criminal charge for providing the butter that her grandson used to sell cannabis-laced cakes at his school. So the grandmother was charged? Yeah, yeah, the great-grandmother. Come on. So Pam Annette Bickerton. 74 years old, was sentenced after giving cannabis butter to her grandson in exchange for house chores. Oh, it was cannabis butter. And he sold the cupcakes at oh. his Mount Barker's. Yeah, but that's the stuff that, yeah, yeah, you really can, well, that's what makes you get high. So. Yeah, but I thought it was the butter, and then he right, was the one Right, and then that, he was just, hey, hey, great-grandmother, can I uh, borrow some butter? Yeah. <laughs> he can. Uh, the plot was discovered by police after several students at the high school went to the nurse's office with symptoms of cannabis use, leading to... Uh, them to call police. Uh, Bickerton had pleaded guilty to one count of supplying and or administering a controlled drug to a child before appearing in the court. If I end up doing time in the slammer, I'm going to kill you. Uh, the charge carried a maximum sentence of life in prison. Whoa. But Bickerton was it's handed okay. I'm 500 years old. A two-year good behavior bond instead. After cleaning the kitchen with his grandma, wow. uh, the teenager baked the cakes, which eventually, uh, which he eventually sent his classmates. Uh, or gave to his classmates, and that sent them to the nurse. So if I was great-grandma, the second I got into prison, I'd look for the biggest person in there and punch him right in the face. you got to establish dominance quickly. Gotcha. Uh, police spoke to two students who disclosed that another student was providing the cannabis-laced cakes. Uh, this is a very serious offense, and uh, after police arrived at the school to interview the students, uh, including one who returned a pop urine test for the drug, classmates uh, dobbed the teen... A, oh, dobbed the teen in. I guess that's an Australian term for turned him over. Uh, who then told cops that his grandmother had supplied the ingredients. When police wow. arrived at Bickerton's home in the weeks after, she immediately told them that uh, she had three bags of butter in her freezer and two bongs, which they then seized. <laughs> Sweet old great-grandmother Bickerton? She's doing, grand, she's doing bong hits. Uh, Bickerton told police court that she began using cannabis to help with sleeping condition and did not remember where I she also watched pornography. Bought it, bought it from. Since the incident, she has given up her use of the drug. Oh. No charges were laid against her grandson for distributing uh, the cakes, by the way. She's up at that age, you yeah. know. Let, All right. her, let her have her butter. Here's a follow-up to the pasta story that we had last oh, week. Gosh. Right, <laughs> The mounds of pasta discovered along a stream in Old Bridge, New Jersey last week. Remember, there was a 25 feet of loose spaghetti, alphabet noodles, and macaroni that were reported by residents. So the word is the pasta may have been dumped by a man who was cleaning out his mother's pantry after she died. And his mother kept about 500 pounds of pasta. According to neighbor Keith Ross, he said, I really feel like he was just trying to clear out his parents' house, and they were probably stocked up from COVID. So 
that's a ton of pasta to be yeah, it is. just hanging on to around the house. I got to figure, you do a fair amount of cooking. Right now in your cupboards, three to 400 pounds of pasta, Something right? Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. But I mean, pasta. You know, so, and when you go into those elderly people's homes, like, and the stuff that, they, you know what I mean? Every time they go to the store, they probably forget and get pasta. Dude, they, yeah. Hundreds of pounds of, of drug butter. That too. But I mean, uh, I wonder how long you can actually keep pasta. I wonder how long. At you some point, I think it's pretty durable, pretty right? long. But at some point, it would. I would think it would go bad. I'm not what, really what, sure. About the, that. Th- my question would be: There was no better can. Apparently, this area, as I watched a news story on this, this is a dumping area. They're yes. having big issues. Yeah, yeah. like so. you can either throw it away right. in a regular garbage can, or you can give it to a food uh, shelter. Yeah, and, good. You know? That would have been a good idea. Now, the question was, was a lot of this already cooked yeah. or not? I don't think it was. Well, I the, think it was raw. It looks kind of like it's cooked. You mean well, with, that, with that 40-pound meatball on top? <laughs> no, but it was it was raining, Kathy, so... Oh, right, right, okay. Um, Some people also, like to prepare their pasta that way. There's definitely an expiration date on the pasta box. Is there? I would yeah. think so. Yeah. I never really look. All right. German police say a 51-year-old man who was left tied up in the woods when a sex game went awry had a lucky escape after a cyclist and a hunter heard his screams for help. Police police said the man was discovered fully dressed but firmly bound with ropes and a pantyhose over his head. I can explain this. Uh, and it was he was on top of a deer hunting platform. He was on a deer stand, oh my tied God. up with pantyhose over his face. You're, you're actually going to laugh when you hear what happened. Uh, police said the man appeared to have been tied up by a woman that he met online. So we're playing ring around the dildo. After she had done so, uh, the woman received a phone call and fled into the woods suddenly, leaving the man behind in a helpless state. Uh, the 51-year-old told officers that he had a box cutter on him for such situations. She said she had to leave because the dachshund swallowed a dry cleaning bag. But seemed to have underestimated the woman's bondage skills because he was unable to reach the knife. Could you imagine? Yeah, uh, in, in the woods? The man was unharmed and refused to provide information about the woman's identity. Police have opened an investigation on her uh, and a suspicion of failure to render assistance and possible deprivation of liberty as well. Fortunately, there was 500 pounds of pasta next to <laughs> Yeah, so he could survive on yeah. that. Wow. All right, and then finally, we'll end with this, and this has got a happy ending to it. A good Samaritan who saved a baby from rolling into speeding traffic in California. I saw this it's amazing footage, yeah. Said that he happened to be in the right place at the right time. Video of the heart-stopping ordeal has since gone viral on social media. Security video shows a stroller suddenly rolling backwards outside of the A1 hand car wash as the baby's great aunt was rummaging through her car. When the woman notices, she uh, runs towards the stroller, but trips and falls down. She gets up again, and she fell once more. Just as the stroller is seconds away from hitting traffic, a man suddenly dashes over and grabs the handle just in time. The quick-thinking hero, Ronald Nesman, recalls the moment that he spotted the runaway stroller. He said, I, could st- I start hearing a lady screaming, and she had already fallen down. I see a baby stroller being blown by wind, and before I knew it, I took off after it, and the wind was blowing it so fast. The stroller was gaining speed by the second it barreled towards the busy street. When asked what was going through his mind, Nesman said that he can only think of reaching the stroller, and he said, you don't have time to think, you just think, I gotta get it. Uh, He said that he had just finished a job interview for a dishwashing position at an Applebee's, when he accompanied his sister to the car wash that day, he believes that it was a case of being in the right place at the right time. He said he's been living with his sister for the last several months. He was a truck driver who fell on hard times and was homeless for about eight years. Wow. Due in part to suffering from depression following the sudden death of his longtime girlfriend. And the video ends with Ron pushing the stroller back up the parking lot as another person helps the fallen woman. Up. When he reaches the woman, she gives her 
a big hug. Uh, and uh, the baby was not injured during the ordeal. Nesman said he was happy to help and was just trying to do the right thing. Scary um, as hell. So he received a phone call with great news. They gave him the job at Applebee's. Oh, he's got a gig. <laughs> Nesman said he's excited to start his new job, especially because he can easily take the bus there. Uh, he said his goal is to save up enough money to buy a used car someday so he can take on more work in further locations. So Sometimes it works out. Yep, good news at the end there. All right, Feeling now. good in the neighborhood. That's what I have in the bizarre file. It's Applebee's, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, let me see here. Uh, oh, oh, the... We have... What time? What? Oh, my God, it's time. MMR's Concert Cash. Now, here's your Concert Cash keyword. All right, the word's question... Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N, and you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Uh, you can do it on the content page, WMMR.com, via the MMR, via the MMR app, or text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911, and one random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest. And all MMR winners get two tickets to the MMRBQ Saturday, September 16th. Tickets are on sale now. And winners will get a call from Beasley. Make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules at WMMR.com. Uh, for MMRBQ details, text FINALLY to 39333 for a link to the info. Sponsored by Meineke. The word again is QUESTION. Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N. Enter it now. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. And we'll get our lesson. QUESTION. And Trash and Music News. Coming up. Stay with us. Your smart speaker can settle arguments, tell you the weather, and even order stuff. But did you know it can also stream WMMR, ask it to open MMR, and it'll begrudgingly comply. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We still have lots of stuff to do as far as giveaways go. One of the things we're going to do is our lesson question for today. And we are going to give away a pair of tickets to see Chris Delia. Good Lord. Uh, Chris Delia, or how do some people pronounce his last name? Delia. 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 All right. I, I, I never I know. I think it's Delia. Uh, Is it Delia? Okay. Yeah. December 2nd, the Academy of Music. He's he's great, by the way. So the uh, question we'll ask this morning is, what's Jeremy Renner's sister's name? <laughs> I messed up Jeremy's name this morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see if you remember what that was. 215 215- 215 
263-WMMR. What is Jeremy Renner's sister's name? Not really, but the name that I, I flubbed <laughs> instead of saying Jeremy Renner. Let's see if you know the answer to that. 215-263-WMMR. The trash business is gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, it's brought to you by A.D. Moyer, your professional source for decks, windows, doors, millwork, and more. ADMoyer.com. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Brendan Fraser opening up about being typecast after winning the Best Actor Oscar for The Whale. Frazier says he realized just what he was in for the second he received the script for a movie called That Slob versus the Mummy. Well, <laughs> oh my God! CBS announcing that, <laughs> CBS announcing that they've decided not to renew the TV series SWAT. Preston, sorry for a show for another season. The network says they wanted room on their primetime schedule for a new series called Tactical Weapons and Tactics or TWAT. <laughs> hey! And finally. <laughs> A wild rumor is circulating, and this is insane, that Meghan Markle secretly attended the coronation of King Charles in a disguise. Some are suggesting that Markle was inside a porta potty that kept moving by itself. (laughs) And that's your Hollywood All right, we're looking for the answer to the question, what is Jeremy Renner's sister's name? Not really. 215-263-263. Uh, WMMR, and of course, someone named Jen is going <laughs> to try to answer this. Hi, Jen. How you doing? I'm great. How are you guys? Good. And Jen, you can use this name if you want to. But what is Jeremy? Jeremy Renner's sister's name is Jennifer. Jennifer. <laughs> yes. Hang on, Jen. You just got yourself a pair of tickets to see Chris Delia December second at the Academy of Music Kimmel Center, and as seen on Whitney. Uh, Comedy Central, Showtime, Netflix, and more. And tickets are on sale now at uh, etix.com. Let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Good boy. Brought to you this morning by Coors Light. You can join the President and Steve Show live from Keenan's North Wildwood, Friday, May 26th for the official Opening of the Jersey Shore. Be there starting at 6 a.m. It's brought to you by Coors Light. Made to chill down the shore. Uh, Disturbs. David Draymond has revealed that he is using Tinder to find the right woman. What? Divorce from Lena Draymond. After a fan discovered a dating profile with Draymond's name and likeness and posted it on Twitter, the single responded saying, Not fake, LOL, it's me. Uh-huh. You'd be surprised, he said. It's hard for a guy like me to meet the right woman. I'll What's tell you. I'm oh, sorry. He said, I'll tell you, it's been weird so far. Lots of scammers trying to figure out how to navigate this new terrain. What's that supposedly wow. vetted um, app for celebrities? There is one that oh, they yeah. I remember hearing about it, yeah. but I couldn't uh, tell you. Right. Yeah, where it's they, been referenced they, a few times. They check and make Raya? sure if you're yes, fast enough. Yes, that's yeah. it. That's it. What I is a, it? Wait, what is it? Raya, R-A-Y-A. Okay. I had a friend who was on it. Oh. Is she a celebrity? Uh, No, but she runs in that. You don't necessarily have to be a celebrity right. only to be on that, but, but she runs Is she a looker? That, uh, yeah, she's very pretty. She's young. Yeah. You guys all met her before. Uh, okay. Do you have to be wealthy? No. Uh, not necessarily. You sort of just have to, like... Run in that crowd. It's, it's, a, it's it, a velvet rope thing, basically. That's yeah. It. So, so like Ben Affleck was on it for a while. Yeah, yeah. You have to be deemed good enough to. Tell to me how big are your cans? 
Um, but yeah, it's the uh, it's it's the one that they all. Uh, there's supposed to be a vetting procedure that makes it um, more exclusive. Yeah. Was that her experience? Yeah, she she brought a guest in our studio. Oh, all right. So you know, so yeah, she she works in that industry. Okay. Uh, Billy Corrigan revealed that he enlisted the help of the FBI mm. uh, to keep the latest Smashing Pumpkins album from being leaked online. Uh, it was released last week, the final release of the group's conceptual trilogy, Autumn Act 3. The new works are directly linked thematically to uh, Melancholy and the Infinite Status, which came out in 1995. Now, Billy said... Some agents the, had to kill some people, right? Well, he explained the backstory to the leak. He said they were all probably the most catchy, singly-type songs. So it's like, not only is it six months too early... Uh, you're pretty much giving away the album before you even have a chance to set your feet on the ground. He said somehow some hacker was offering the files for money. Wow! And we were able to trace it and pay off and keep it from linking, uh, linking, leaking. So they actually, it's like you know ransomware, and they paid. So wow! So he the, said the why FBI. Why did the FBI intercede? He said the they... FBI got involved. I don't know how they uh, they got what they got. He said. He added uh, that he paid the ransom for the tracks out of his own pocket, adding, it was a mercenary person who had hacked somebody, I don't want to say who, and they had other stuff from other artists. It wasn't like some Pumpkins fan who was hell-bent on breaking it on Reddit. Somehow they gave some information that allowed the FBI to track them. So I don't know why he paid if the FBI got involved. Unless the FBI were the ones doing it. Oh, maybe. I don't really know. We'd, Bastards. We'd have to ask Billy about that. Ourselves. How much great new progressive music have we lost to the FBI? Oh, Billy. So hard to say. So. Oh, Billy. Def Leppard has just released their new version of Hysteria with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra as a teaser for their upcoming Drastic Symphony set, which will be released on May 19th. The new track features new elements added to the 1987 track, including frontman Joe Elliott duetting at points with his younger self. Oh, that's got to be cool. Uh, He explained, uh, we first discussed this. He said it was put on our plate by some grown-ups about four years ago. And obviously, because we're touring, we were sidetracked. And then with COVID, we did the new record. um, And it's only nine months out now that, that it came out. And... We were actually under the radar. We were in Abbey Road Studios recording this record without telling anybody, so we had it ready to go the following year, which is now. So they did that. I tend to like, um, uh, in fact, I bought a number of albums that the London Symphony Orchestra had done where they'd taken, like, Emerson, Lake and Palmer and, and Genesis, and uh, I think they might have done Pink Floyd. Played with them or just did Played their of? music, okay. right, in, right, in a symphonic fashion. That's cool. And it was great. Yeah, but and a few bands have done this now, too. The Who did it. Um, yep. Yeah. Metallica has done it at least twice, right? And they released those records. It's, I, I think it's a really cool addition. I, I agree. Yep. All right, and then finally, here's a local story. Uh, Ain Somerset County, New Jersey students, uh, student musicians, were selected to play at the Rock Hall of Fame July 9th as part of a multi-state tour throughout Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, and New Jersey. However, the students at Somerville School of Rock House Band need help from the community to help them rock out. So oh. they've set up a GoFundMe account. That's awesome. I mean, it, it's awesome that they were selected. Right. They were. It was launched by the Somerville School of Rock. Uh, it's called Somerville School of Rock House Band Parent Association to help raise $25,000 yeah. uh, for bus transportation, lodging, and other touring expenses. Uh, so the house rock band is known for rocking out around the summer stage on Division Street or rocking around the Christmas tree at the annual Somerville Holiday Jubilee tree lighting. Along with donations, the band is looking for business sponsors for the tour. 
Sponsors will be represented in the digital programs at every Somerville School of Rock. House band performance, hmm. as many as 50 shows per year, or you can choose a higher tier level of sponsorship, which provides advertisement for the business on tour T-shirts and the sponsorship advertising banner that is displayed at all shows. So I thought I'd just give a heads up to that. That's great. So the Somerset County, or I'm sorry, the Somerville School of Rock house band. Do you think is looking for that? And you can do a search on GoFundMe and find that. There's a place for us there, Case. I mean, oh yeah, performing um, wise, probably. Yeah, I mean we guest vocalists. But do we have? We would probably have to audition first, maybe. Okay. Well, that was, that, that'll be. That. No, we'll get right through that. And a one, and a two, and a three. Merci. Yes, I was hoping it would be Merci. Um, I th- he likes Mercer, but you got to know your audience. I, yeah. I do it again. <laughs> One, two, three. Merci beaucoup. Merci your face. Carter and I were walking our dogs this weekend, and I kept giggling, and he <laughs> finally asked me why, and I told him about Merci beaucoup, beaucoup, merci your face. <laughs> and he just goes, Oh, yeah. oh okay. that's, that's yeah. my job, by the way. <laughs> that's uh, that's why I, I pay our our, uh, our bills. Right. Hey, that's real quick, news um, news. yes. Well, uh, to continue with it, uh, Marissa, oh. Marissa did end up finding the drum from All You Zombies. If you want to, oh play. yes, okay, the timbali. Yeah. All right, here we go. No. No, that's not it. That's uh, the the actual... uh, Wrong, sir! You can hear it at the very beginning. Hang on. That's the the tamales area. Yes. Wrong! The other one's when he... Nothing! You lose! Good day, sir! (laughs) But anyway, uh... Maybe A for for effort. A for effort. Without question. She she does a great job. She's incredible. Uh, Hit her up on Tinder. (laughs) Blake... She's married. She's married. She's married. I know. Yeah. No, it's yeah. just for business contact. Okay. I was I was here last week, and Matt, her her husband was there, and uh, Marissa introduced, and she says, and this is my husband. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, it's so cool to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back and wrap up the program. Stay with us. Yeah. Finally. M.M. Barbecue 2023, starring Shinedown, Billy Idol, Saturday, September 16th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion, plus special guests, A. Ron Jones, Larkin Poe, Dirty Honey, MMR's local shots opener, Vixen 77. And the return of the Preston and Steve side stage with you fronting live band karaoke. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. Lawn tickets start at just 25 bucks. Complete details at WMMR.com. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We are wrapping up our program for the day, a full one for a Monday morning. So I would like to thank everyone involved today. Thank you to, first of all, we had Guy Triano stop by from uh, yes. the Red yeah. Cross yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, here in our region. He's a good guy. And uh, just uh, pushing the urgency of this much-needed blood drive. And, yeah, we've, we've decided that we want to we want to hit a goal. Yeah. We want 1,000 donations. That's what we want at least. In the past, we've gotten up to as big as 1,400, which was a 
national record, mind you. Yeah. Uh, and then COVID hit, and obviously we trimmed back, and we're like, we'll take anything and everything we can get, no matter uh, what size it is. But now we're starting to, things are things are, are returning, uh, numbers-wise, back to normal. We got just a shade under 1,000 last year. We won over 1,000 this year. We could do it. So please help us. The 18th annual I Bleed for Presidency Blood Drive is going to be Friday, June 16th, through locations, live casino and hotel in Philadelphia and the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks. We'll be broadcasting from the Expo Center. Pierre will be broadcasting from uh, live. Brent Porsche will be at the Expo Center as well. Uh, so we hope that you'll join us. You can go to WMMR.com and PrestonandSteve.com to get all the details. Steven Singer came yeah, on hey. and gave us a whole bunch of necklaces and roses to give away for Mother's Day, so we thank him. You can go to IHateStevenSinger.com to get your own. And then we have Michael Spinks uh, stop by the uh, former champ. Uh, stopped in and the Golden Gloves event. It's a Golden Gloves boxing tournament. Amateur boxing is taking place now through May 13th at Harrah's. And you can go to pagoldengloves.com to get your tickets and go check out the Excellent. Fight. And they're going to have like, he said like over 300 fights. Like yes. It's, it's a ton. At so once. If you No, I don't know about at once. <laughs> no, yeah. That's Three a, rings at the same time are going on. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing thing. And you're right. I mean, when you see people who are adept at that, at boxing. It's, cool. it's very cool. And to go see it in person. Yep. Uh, Pierre Robert's here. Hey, man. And good day, then. Nice to see you, sir. Great to see you. Had a chance to hang out a little bit over the weekend. That was cool. We did uh, at, at the Hooters listening party, which was way cool. I heard you talking about it. Um, and you came with uh, a, a, a great guy, Joe, right? No, Jim. Jim, sorry. Jim Lowe. Uh, so, uh, years ago, uh, believe it or not, I did the morning show uh, between Ninety-six, I believe it was, and um, this guy would call, and he goes, "I'm a brain surgeon, and I'm uh, going into surgery, and we'd like to hear some Grateful Dead or some Rolling Stones, or I don't know what it was, whatever it was you wanted." I go, "Of course," yeah. and I would put him on the air, and um, yeah, and I would think about him from, and he stayed in touch for a while, and then I didn't hear from him, and then a couple of years ago, I go. I used to have a brain surgeon that listened. <laughs> and, and F if he didn't call me. And he uh-huh. goes, I'm still here. <laughs> and uh, you brought him yep. to uh, as your guest um, to the listening party and I had a lovely chat. He's now a good friend of yours. Yeah, right? he's yeah. one of my closest friends. Yeah, and absolutely. now he's, he's, he left brain surgery and he's become a, a lawyer. That's correct. He's not very bright, this guy. He got his law degree <laughs> while still, you know, actively... Medical as a neurosurgeon. Medical lawyers, or, or you know, usually the route is they 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 are lawyers and and they and then they learn a bit of medicine. Yeah. He comes in with the full yeah. medical right. bona fides, as they say, and right. then gets the lawyer's degree. And you know what? His sister was my music teacher. Come from on, kindergarten through eighth grade. Come yep. on, because yeah. he said he grew up in Delco. Yep. as I was talking with him. Yep. Really nice guy. Yep, excellent. So, uh, but yeah, it was a great time at that event, man. Fun time. Uh, fun. The, the music industry used to have a lot of those kind of events, but the, they don't anymore. You miss them because there are no record companies. You know, listening parties or you know, just gatherings where you could um, uh, see people from the industry and that sort of thing. Very, very well done. Very cool. Agreed. All right, shall we do the letter of the day? I'd like that. Here we go. Preston and Steve on ninety-three-three WMMR. Now the daily letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter H, as in Hellfire. All right, Hellfire. 
We have a four-pack of VIP tickets for the 2023 Ardmore Outdoor Spring Beer Festival this Saturday. Mm. Uh, and it will be at Shuffle Plaza. And VIP tickets include an hour pre-fest indoors at Ardmore Music Hall, hosted by Pierre Robert. Ah. And ticket giveaways for the Hooters sold out shows Ooh. that weekend. And the GA portion of the day is one to four. Live music and 50 plus craft brews. 21 to drink, all ages to hang. Tickets on sale now, and you can text Beer Fest to 39333 for a link to all of the information. That's excellent. Give that away on Friday. Uh, what's happening on the show today? Well, we have more opportunities. Concert cash at noon and 3 p.m. And then again at 5 p.m. with Brent. Uh, we have uh, Bruce Springsteen tickets to give away for the first of the two outdoor shows at Pierre's Good Citizens Park. Um, and that will be in August. So um, that's really cool, August 16th. Uh, some birthdays. Uh, we had Bill Kreutzman of the Dead yesterday, so we'll do a Grateful Dead block. We have a Foo Fighters block, and it's Alex Van Halen. I think it's his 70th birthday today, so we're going to do a block of VH in his honor. Cool. Excellent. I'll be there for that. Let's uh, thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by... Duncan, the President Steve Show, runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill at the Jersey Shore. You can please enjoy Coors Light responsibly. Tomorrow on our program, a Tuesday, we'll give away some free tattoos. So it's Tattoosday. And uh, we are going to have a four-legged guest in our studio. What? Major is the Phillies' new clubhouse puppy. Ooh. And they're going to be bringing Major by so we can meet Major in person so tomorrow. Excited. Yeah, he's a uh, therapy dog, I believe. We love so. Pat Brazier, yep. but this is much better. Uh, this will yeah, be better. Yeah. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Brent Steve. On E33 WMMR. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp.